From Relay FM, this is episode 500 of the Pen Addict Weekly Show, where we discuss pens, paper, and the analog tools we love so dearly. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by the quincentennial king of the pen and pencil, the 10-year pro gear, my friend and yours, Brad Dowdy. Hi, Brad. I said I wasn't going to cry. Like I'm there was just, no I'm chance. It now. It's this is now. a very busy. Oh my episode. god! I started crying already. And <laughs> now that it's actually real, my eyes are watering. And we did 500 <laughs> episodes with you, my buddy. And this is not supposed to happen. <laughs> <laughs> We've got so much work to do, and I'm we sitting here crying. Fully, already. we fully intended. Like, ah, no, there's no way we're gonna cry. We're we've done this before. Like, this is this is old hat, and now here I am, just sitting here, just like, my gosh, Mike, 500 episodes of a podcast. No, about it's pens. not the 500. It's the 10 years that gets me. It's, it's 10 years. That that is really a special amount of time. My relationship with this. you is outside of my family, like mm-hmm. my second longest mm-hmm. relationship of my life. Yeah, earmuffs, Adina, earmuffs. We haven't um, known each other for long enough. I, I, know, uh, I know. I hope, honestly, that my relationship with Adina outlasts my. <laughs> but to be honest, you're never gonna go away. You're like 26 years old. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, yeah. Um, thank you, Mike. I would not be here without you. Like, I think that is known for longtime listeners of the show and i i didn't um plan out a speech at at the beginning of this maybe i've been trying to like kind of avoid it this whole time is like ah no it feels like feels like such a weird thing but i'm extraordinarily proud of what we have done what we've made how much fun we have mm-hmm. how our friendship has evolved and how our listenership are just like genuinely the greatest people on the planet and i'm just i'm just very thankful that's that's really all i want to say about today um and uh yeah like i'm just thankful for you and thankful for our listeners and 10 years man it's amazing i love it everyone knows this by now but i will recap obviously this is episode 500 but the day that we are recording which is february the 9th 2022 is the exact 10 year anniversary of the first episode of the pen addict which was february the 9th 2012 so very special day for us. Um, I'm very pleased that we're able to make this work today. We have a lot to go today. Uh, you can probably look at the runtime of the episode now uh, as you're listening to this and understand <laughs> what's ahead. So we <laughs> there'll be time for feelings later on, I'm sure. We have mm-hmm. uh, put out a call to the Panatic listenership with one simple question. What is your favorite stationary item? And... What we wanted was your responses. We currently have, well, not currently because we cut it off because we're smart like that. We have <laughs> 278 pen addicts who wrote in. A, little, a few more wrote in, actually, Brad. I cut a couple out because they weren't serious answers. But, mm-hmm. but so I would say you know, close to 300 people written in. So that's our literal entire listenership. Uh, no. That's not true at all. <laughs> Uh, I will say again, like our listenership uh, is a five-figure listenership, yep. which is something that we don't really talk about, um, and I kind of can't believe that, that that is the case. It's serious business, mm-hmm. yes. So, And that that is kind of an incredible, it's honestly the most incredible thing, more incredible than the fact that we've been doing this for as long as we've been doing this, yep. is that we have yep. that many people that actually really want to listen to this thing, and we love every single one of you yep. that you care enough to join us every week but anyway i'm getting off track i interrupted we promised 
we promised we would read all of the responses. And so we're going to do that. Um, mm-hmm. There is probably not a lot of time for dilly-dallying in today's episode. We will stop mm-hmm. occasionally because some, I think, may, may we, wanted, we may want to discuss a little bit. Mm-hmm. But by and large, we're going to be turning this episode over to the Pan Addict listeners themselves to tell us a little bit about their favorite products because you have to listen yep. to us talk about ours all yep. the gosh darn time. So Brad, <laughs> you want to start off? Yeah, I want to give our listeners a tip this episode. We are not going to have the most epic length show notes. So oh, what no. I suggest... You just have to suggest, Google this one. <laughs> yeah, get out, get out your favorite pen and piece of paper right now. And if we say something interesting, I hadn't even thought of that, Brad. Like yeah. three hundred and fifty links in the show notes. Yeah, no, that's not going to yeah. happen. No, that's not going to happen. So you should you should play along because I'm doing that as well. Because it, the very first reply made me think of this. It was like, oh, I should have bought this a long time ago. So let's get it underway with my good buddy Schmevelin, J. Urban, J. Urban, J. Urban. <laughs> this is kind of a perfect first, uh, first. Uh, link, <laughs> we can't even way. finish the first one. Uh, yeah, I mean, jumping in because now I have to say Violette Ponce. I don't oh. even know if I said that right. And now we have a whole episode about pronunciation, Mike. <laughs> I was gonna read Violet Pensy. <laughs> <laughs> We're never gonna think, get through this. <laughs> I think it's probably right the way you're saying it. <laughs> my first bottle of ink, my first purple, purple ink, still my favorite. All right, mine comes from Cecilia. Although fountain pens are my obsession, my very favorite stationary item would be my Visconti Homo Sapiens mechanical pencil. What? 7 millimeters. I didn't even know this product existed. The weight, feel, patina, and with a 2B lead, it is my most used and versatile writing implement. Also, I bought it uh, when I resigned from my previous job, which was meant to stay in the course of my life, so it has amazing memory associations each time I use it. All right, I'm two for two on writing things down, Mike. <laughs> Did you know Next. that they made mechanical pencil no. versions of the Homo sapiens? No. Now I'm fascinated. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> See, this is why we did this. This uh-huh. is going to be a very expensive episode for me. All right, uh, Tim writes, my traveler's notebook I made myself. It has been with uh, me through many years and helped me in a million ways. Like that's, that's the kind of importance that we're, uh, we're talking about here. I love that stuff. Rachel Cooper says, my pilot decimo that is engraved with my name and credentials. My parents got it for me as a gift after I passed my registered dietitian exam after six years of schooling. Nice, nice. All right, Carol says, Fabiano Tipolo, printmaking paper, Platinum Century 3776 UEF, yes, specifically Chartres Blue. I studied this cathedral for decades, visited France in 2016. Pencil, Rotring 600.5, runner-up, Spoke Model 4. Shout out to the Spoke Model 4 pencil. Ink, Diatramentus Document Brown. These are very special because they represent my tools and medium used daily in my life as an artist. I like that. That's like a whole kit of Carol is the first rule breaker. We have a first rule what? breaker. We can keep it tally. What were the rules? That's not favorite thing. There's more than uh, one thing there. Her Carol's favorite the thing is what she uses to be uh-huh. an artist. I, that, look, I'm I, not, I'm not I, doubting not any breaker. of this. But this, <laughs> I'm gonna, I want to keep her rule breakers tally here. So that's one. <laughs> she will be happy to know she's a rule breaker. She's my. There are some people, Brad, who broke the rules <laughs> so badly. I had to remove them. <laughs> Like, uh, there were a few people that were like, okay, I'm not going to do this. Here's my list. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, mm-hmm. 
we told mm. you what we wanted, <laughs> and you broke the rules. Only right, a couple Marty of people got removed for such fragrant rule breaking. Mine comes from Chris. I think my favorite item right now is the Hobonichi Five Year Techo in the A6 size. I think it's more specific. I think it's more the specific size of the A6 that I like more than anything. I just started using it this year, and it's my daily stoic entry journey. I think uh, they meant journal. Uh, I just got into stoicism, and it really helped me find my yearly theme as well. Honestly, I would love a little more room for each entry, as I generally do my main daily journaling in the day, a page, Hobonichi Techa in A6 as well. Uh, I'm just not willing to give up the aesthetics and portability of the A6 for the larger A5. These these five-year techos are, are getting me. Courtney Lewis says, while they're all special, the Sailor Shikiori Spring Rain with an architect nib, my husband bought me for my birthday in 2021. He's not a pen person, so it means a lot to me that he's so supportive of my hobbies. It's very important that you very have supportive cool. partners. Like I have Brad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my supportive partner here. <laughs> and Brad has me. Uh, Courtney, a.k.a. finally Chicagoan. Uh, Pelican Pelicano in blue left-handed version sadly Mm. vanished a couple of years ago I think a pencil case vanished while I was moving because I'm missing kind of around five daily drivers was my first brand name fountain pen it got me down the rabbit hole Pelican Pelicano Jr. in aqua left-handed and Pilot Kakuno in white soft violet medium my current daily drivers they're smooth writing reliable and durable okay Courtney gets added to the list I was gonna say that's two pens. Are you? Is that the list? I'm All keeping right. a tally right. here, Brad. We're gonna, All right, let's. We got let's 278 what... <laughs> responses. Uh, at the end of this, we'll work out the percentage of people that did not follow the rule. The one simple rule. Ooh, I can't believe this. All right, Stephen Laverty, you're on deck. Let's see if you can handle this because we. I didn't pre-edit all these. We didn't read all this stuff. Mike did a really good job putting together this. I skimmed. But... So basically, yeah. what I did. I tell you my my, my thing here. Mm-hmm. I would, if this was me that set this up, I think Brad was way too generous with the character count. Shocking. I said this to him uh, when we were putting this together. Way too generous with the character count. Uh, so what I did is, and the ones that were really long, I did read them just to make mm-hmm. sure because some, sure. Of, yeah, some of them needed editing. They didn't get cut. They just got like tightened a little bit. Yep. 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 All right, Steven says, the desk sharpeners that teachers had on their desk when I went to primary school in the 1980s. When your pencil was broken or blunt enough and the teacher decided if it was blunt enough, you could go to the front of the class, pull the little lever to open the sharpener, insert the pencil, release the lever, and the pencil was gripped into metal jaws that left a toothy ring around the paint of the pencil. You then turned the handle and felt the shavings drop into the sharpener. The whole process of walking to the desk, using the sharpener, and getting a new sharp point was exciting and often the highlight of a school week. Big sense Isn't it funny how we have those uh, those great memories of mm-hmm. our stationary uses when we were young? Big sense memory for me, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mine comes from Chris Hokinson, the Baron Fig Squire. I know the company gets a lot of flack in our circles, but it's a darn good pen. No tip wiggle, perfectly weighted, slightly widened grip section. I keep trying new pens and keep coming back. I just can't quit you, Squire. Great pen. Great pen. They crushed the Squire. Yeah, no argument for me either. I I praise the Squire any chance I can get. The original one. I don't like their click one. I don't like the way their click mechanism. Correct. The original twist. They use the bad click mechanism, but the twist one is fantastic. Yep. 
Zach B says, it is definitely not my most used, but my favorite just on History Grounds has to be my vintage scripto mechanical pencil. Pencil. It's black, marked property of U.S. government, and identical to the ones used by NASA astronauts during the Mercury and Gemini programs. The 1.1 millimeter lead is hard, but not impossible to come by, unfortunately. Regardless, it lives in my NASA flight jacket pocket, ready to be used. Killer. Love That's it. nice. Mm-hmm. That's real good. Kathleen, a.k.a. Galantium. Kathleen. Uh, is that Kathleen? Or is Kathine. that just spelled wrong? Kathleen? Okay. Oh, I should also say, uh, we are going to pronounce your name wrong. So, yes, facts. you know, there's kind of nothing we could do about that. I mean, maybe we could have said, give us a phonetic thing, but that still doesn't usually work. Anyway, yep. so uh, this is just blanket apologies for names, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My favorite stationary items, uh-oh, oh, or, at le- uh-oh, uh-oh, or at least the most sentimental, the Pilot Precise V5 and Twisby Eco. The Precise was my gateway to good pens in general when I mindlessly picked one up in middle school, and it led to me... Uh, it led me to Brad waxing poetic about the purple ones on the blog, and you can guess mm-hmm. what's happened since then. Mm-hmm. The Eco is my favorite pen full stop. A clear Eco and a bottle of Diamine Red Luster was my first dip into fountain pens, and Twisby continues to make great pens that aren't the most bland thing you've ever seen at great prices. And that price is what is really what makes the Eco and now the Swipe and Go so special. The accessibility of these pens cannot be underrated, and without them, we'd have a lot less pen addicts in the world, and I'd be among them. I really appreciate that. I think that's completely yep. true. It's one of the things I love about Twisby, but uh, Kathleen gets into the rule breakers list. <laughs> John- <laughs> Johnny from Louisiana. For me, this was easy. It's my Pilot Metropolitan in Black Crocodile with a medium nib. This is the first fountain pen I bought when I started listening in early 2017. Little did I know this would be the same pen I'd use when I got married three uh, years later. Very yeah. nice. The, the, the crocodile thing, is the grip section, right? They yeah, so in the, the first batch especially, they did some uh, like reptile pattern mm-hmm. prints. Uh, in the, the Not in the grip section, but right above like a barrel band type of thing. Thomas H. The Lamy Safari. It's a reliable, relatively cheap workhorse pen of a utilitarian design that I find beautiful. I have several in a variety of colors and always keep them inked up. Let me just tell you all right now, mm-hmm. episode 501 is mm-hmm. going to be hot. It just just be ready oh. for episode 501. We're getting into Lamy's new stuff that we are. Uh, oh, we, yeah. We, yeah okay. It's going to be on. It's going to be on. Fox Peterson. Fun fact, Mike. There are actually three shades of gray Sharpie brand permanent markers available <laughs> in both the fine and ultra tip pen. I know this because when I'm looking at a pen cup containing baseline fountain pens, gel pens, paints, rollerballs, etc. of decent quality, I nearly always have a reason to grab one of the ultra fine gray Sharpies first. Drawing a sketch, the lightest gray Sharpie is easy enough to color over and provide shade. Making a note, using the darker gray Sharpie and annotate on that spare piece of tape you have within arm's reach. Gray is close enough to black to be readable in monotone photos you choose to scan, and gray sharpenies have the alcohol base that's great for layering, blending, and even coloring in the tiny blotch on my car seat cover left from where I learned that I accidentally sprayed bleach on it. I'm no big spender, but I've got a few Retro 51s and a Bennu pen and a large collection of Lamy Safaris in limited edition colors, but my favorite pen is the least colorful of them all and the least unique. Pour one out for the ultra-fine gray sharpie in any of its three shades, and hey, be spill, you can always color in that blotch with your Sharpie while you're at it. I'm going to say Fox didn't break the rule here. <sighs> this one feels to me that they were just making some comparisons. 
Okay. I mean, well, I'm with. I else? agree with you. I'm just yeah. shocked at your your lax. Hey, so I far. make I make the rules now. Okay. Okay. I'm the, I'm the pan addict now. That's what happens right. for the next 500. <laughs> this software around. Uh, Fox Peterson, by the way, sounds uh-huh. like an anchor, like a TV anchor. Yes. Like that's a great name. Like yep. they sound like like. Hi, I'm Fox Peterson, and welcome to the 6 p.m. news. Anyway, <laughs> Neil Sivolva. Sivula, Neil Sivula. Why did I put an extra V in there? Neil Sivula. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Leverage a five-year journal. Recommended years ago by friend of the show, Patrick Roan. Uh, Neil said friend of the pod, and I couldn't bring myself to say that mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. seriously. So That's I'm, one of your words. I don't like pod. Doesn't, mm-hmm. no. Uh, just started my third uh, five-year journal, says wow. Neil. I may not be able to journal more uh, proficiently, prolifically (laughs) during my day, but the last 10 years I've been faithfully jotting a few ideas down while I make my morning tea. It has been a real pleasure to be reminded of important events over the years. I bet I could go back and find an entry about Brad's brief sabbatical from the podcast all those years ago. Yes, I've been here since the beginning. Congratulations, gentlemen. Man, if I didn't do that sabbatical, we would we wouldn't hit this date, right? Ages ago, we would, no, wouldn't hit the date, and we would have hit five hundred ages ago. But then we could have yeah. had two separate celebrations, you know. <laughs> Michael C. All the beat to heck field notes that my father had used. He always had one sticking out of a shirt or pants pocket, along with a mechanical pencil. If you put him on the list, I'm gonna hurt you. No, that's fine. Okay, all right. Because it's not specific products. Okay, right. Thank it's you. like yeah. the issue I have is like. Hi, I'm here to tell you about my four favorite things. It's like, no, (laughs) that's not what it said. All right, so we're on to number 18 now, right? Woo! Yeah. Mm. My Kokoyu Jibun Days Planner, my Pen BBS Fountain Pen, and Washi Tape, uh, you see. I'm retiring Mm -hmm. sooner Mm -hmm. than I would have liked, so I'm not sure how much I will have to plan, but it might help me with a new job hunt. Plus, I get a ridiculous amount of pleasure keeping track of tasks and decorating each day. Mm -hmm. It is a nice ritual. Lots of notebook representation and planner representation mm-hmm. in this first batch here. Mm-hmm. Temporarily awry. Big Eye Design Pens, T.I. Arto. Before I got this pen, I was content to use my Retro 51 and limit myself to the huge number of Parker G2 refills available. It was completely fine. And then I got my hands on the self-adjusting grip of the Arto and realized I could have every refill no more hacking mm. ends or using 3d printed adapters it just works i hate the term game changer but that's what it was i don't think i could ever go back to not using this every day really cool that's cool uh scott says my old brass caveco sport it has been my pocket pen for many years it has been with me through so many highs and lows it has signed everything from credit card receipts at the coffee shop to my final forms immigrating to the united states from canada I have lost it at least 10 times only for it to magically resurface a few weeks later just when I was about to buy a new one. I have pens much more uh, worth much more and much less. This is my favorite. Love that one from Scott. Mm-hmm. Love that one. Mm-hmm. I do wonder if somebody keeps buying Scott a new one. <laughs> <laughs> and he just doesn't know. Julie Paradise. My favorite stationary item is my vintage Montblanc Meisterstück 142 with its fine medium stub. I flattened the round tipping myself. Mm-hmm. The pen might look unassuming and scratched up, but it's a dream to write with. It has a bouncy nib and perfect flow. It makes me want to write all the time. I Favorite pens that are like great and also a beater, mm-hmm. like that's the way to go. Like that's the that's the way to go. 
Daryl, Twisby Diamond 580 ALR Prussian Blue. This pen was mentioned on the Pen Addict and I loved the look of it. It was the first pen that I saw and thought I really like how that looks. I would go back and look at it every once in a while, but I had never had a fountain pen and I wasn't sure if I wanted to get one. I finally emailed Brad and asked about it as a starter pen and what inks to go with. He gave me information and I ordered the pen and some Crimson Pilot Orochizuki Yamabudo ink. I love yeah. the pen, and even though I have added a couple of other fountain pens since then, this is still the one I use every day at work. Yeah, that Brad guy's okay in my book. He's all right. Albert Hernandez, my favorite item is my leather notebook cover. I bought some leather and built it myself. It's sized to carry three Baron Fig notebooks, and they're not quite a five size. I've had it four or five years now, and it's wearing very nicely. What I like about it is that it's become familiar and comfortable. Imagine if I found something like this at a thrift store. I would think to myself that it's old and beat up and ugly, but because I made it myself and I use it every day, it's special and full of character and charm. Stitch Punk. My two Scribo Piuma fountain pens. Classic simplicity in appearance, unique and interesting colors, and gloriously soft and bouncy nibs that write like nothing else I've ever used. I have the extra fine and medium in the 14 carat flex nib, and I want more. Uh, Scribos, Scribos, <laughs> Scribos, <laughs> customer service is also excellent and very responsive. Since I got these pens, I really haven't wanted to use anything else. They're just that good. Yeah, on my list. On I'm going to let them go. I'm going to let them slide through here, by the way. I think that's singular. Yes. Yeah. All right, Tyler, uh, not my son, I'm assuming, although he has uh, taste imagine? that I would appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Listen to him. My best pen is my Y Studio portable brassing. Like father, See? like son. That's a good kid. Mm-hmm. I cannot explain it, but this nib is just so smooth and it's a joy to write with every time I pick it up. However, my most sentimental pen is my Kaveco Lilliput Fire Blue because it was a gift from my partner. I love the fact that my. My burn pattern is utterly unique, <laughs> formed on uh, Michael Gutberle's desk, and I can't help... He didn't... I, that was my uh, edit. I don't think I believe this is true. <laughs> it's the lore, Mike. It's I canon. know, but I don't believe it's true. And I can't help but stare at it sometimes when I should be focused in a meeting. Happy 500. <laughs> Thank you, son. Happy 5 rule breaker to Tyler. <laughs> Gordon B, my favorite item of all time is the Papermate Eraser-Mate. Back oh. in the 80s, I, it caught my attention and started my love of stationery. By the way, I recently found one on eBay in its original packaging and had to buy it. It writes horribly, mm-hmm. but, but I still love to look at it and remember how I wanted to get all the colors back in the day. This is a mechanical I, pencil, Brad. I don't know if you are familiar with it. but No, 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 no. This is a uh, pen. This is one of the first erasable ballpoint oh. pens. Well, then um, then Gordon and I must be of similar age because this was a pen you had to have like in the 1980s and it is sh- straight garbage but you had to have it right so that that was one of those things i was so, thinking of something else Brittany elmer the 0.38 muji gel pen i always have a few knocking around while i don't use them as often as i once did they will forever be the stationary item that let me know there are better things out there that's perfect eric linneman Brad, I have my father's Mont Blanc 149 that his mother gifted to him when he got his PhD in 1974. It is in a brass pen well in the huge 8-foot oak roll-top desk that he made for my mother. Just sitting at this desk and using his pen brings me memories of both my parents who passed away. I will gift it to one of our sons when the time is right. Gosh darn it, Eric. I I mean, I'm glad I got some of my crying out because I don't need it later in the show. Yes. David Reed, 
while I normally have such difficulty in selecting a single favorite anything, I think that my single favorite stationary item can be chosen. It has to be my Pilot Custom 743 with a posting nib. Yes. It's nothing special to look at, but when you write with it, oh boy, it lays down a smooth, precise line on any paper I need to write on. While the pens I have inked shifts around, this one is the absolute constant. Always inked with Kiwa Guru. Always ready to do exactly what I needed to do. This pen performs and only disappoints in its appearance and the difficulty getting it. <laughs> Why Pilot makes the PO nib so hard to get and only puts it in pens that are lackluster in appearance is beyond me. Tell them, David. If I could get a posting nib and a nice Drag dark em. green custom, yeah. <laughs> if I could get a posting nib and a nice dark green custom eighty three, another pen that deserves better colorways, I would be an extremely happy happy man. But a plain black seven forty three with a posting nib is still a joy to write with, and that's the important thing, right? David's definitely a listener yep. of the show. Oh yeah, Kim, my favorite stationary item is the Hobonichi Techo English version. I often feel like this planner holds my life together. I tried other daily journals, other planners, but nothing clicks with me the way the Hobonichi does. So thank you, Brad and Mike, for discovering it for me all those years ago. Also, happy 10th anniversary. I know Kim, by the way, has been listening Mm -hmm. since episode one. Yep. I'm sure there are lots of people here. Yes. Like, I have no doubt about that, but this is one that I know. So that makes me happy. Ulysses Xerxes. Yeah. My purple, I got that one. My purple Twisby Eco with a 1.1 millimeter stub. It's a great writer and a cool pen, but much more importantly, a friend who I have lost had the same pen, and I think of her whenever I use it. Awesome. Kenneth L. I really am enjoying my Lockby Field Journal. It's a great size. It's easy to carry, and the paper's great. It has a refill with calendars, dot grid, lined, and blank easy to use for whatever you want. I have no idea what this product is. I know exactly what it is, and that's okay. why the show has worked for 500 episodes, that's Michael. That's the point. I don't know anything. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> my Sailor 1911S Royal Tangerine. <laughs> it was... <laughs> what do you know? It was a wedding gift for my wife who had it engraved with our wedding date and to have and to hold. She was very proud of her pen pun. Ah! I get it. It was my first really nice pen and sent me down the path of buying many more sailors, 11 in total. It's a pen I will keep forever and always makes me remember that special day and my wife. Get it to have and to hold, Mike. Get it? For what? Like for inky and I don't know. I was trying wow. to think of some kind of pun, but I don't know one. Because <laughs> I'm also trying to find a different name for this person I, so I don't I have can, to read. Mike is vamping right now, Chad. I'm vamping because I don't want to read this name. Do you know who this person is? Just by just by the handle, but not personally, no, I don't. <sighs> but the handle is is very well known to me. Um, let's Ink say Fox says I don't, this is gross. <laughs> it's not my all time favorite stationary item, but one that I'm so grateful exists. Waterman Serenity Blue. Pens, papers, and trendy inks fall in and out of rotation, but Serenity Blue has been my go-to ink when testing new pens and while grinding nibs, and it is itself a beautiful blue that I never tire of. It's affordable, safe, predictable, and even sheens without being a pain to deal with. Just a classic ink with enough character to not be boring. Yep, agree completely. Dr. Lambchop in New Zealand, Mike, a stamp of my name made from individual lead type letters on a visit to tokyo my fin my friend yui took me to an old school small maker of posters and books they also have a service in which they make a stamp of your name by inlaying the lead type into a wooden holder 
crammed into this tiny shop were rows and rows of Japanese characters and a much smaller section for all the Latin letters used in English. Off Yui went in one direction to find the four characters she needed to make the stamp of her full name, and I went off in the other direction to find the 13 letters I needed for mine, and an additional 14 I needed to make the stamp for my partner. I was, is Lamb Chop 13 letters? Wow. I was done with this task in five minutes, but Yui had to look for about a half an hour. Afterwards, we went out to eat and drink. The item is special because that day was great fun. The craftsmanship in the stamps is excellent, and my stamp reminds me of the before times when we could travel, see our friends, and have adventures. Isn't that what it's all about, Mike? Our friends. I think so. It's just not about the pens. It's the friends we made along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky says, I won two A5 Apple notebooks. The covers are leather with an embossed apple. I don't know if they're genuine, but they're special to me. Might need a picture of those, Ricky. Send it in if you get a chance. I don't know that I've uh, seen those. Hide it from the wife, Visconti Homo sapien, the way it feels and writes, and my first Grail pen purchase. Kiri, Pentel Pocket Brush. It was my introduction to bristle tip brush pens and changed everything. The versatility of the bristle tip brush is unmatched. And the convenience of a pen means it gets way, used way more than my other real brushes do. Brushwork is the very uh, brushwork is the characteristic of my art that most people remember best, and it's all thanks to this pen. That is factually correct. One of the great, great pens of all time. Brian C. I love writing with my newish Lamy Safari Terra in my new minimalism art dotted notebook. The Lamy Safari is my first fountain pen, and I love the way the pen writes. I never realized writing could be such fun and therapeutic experience like this until I first started writing with this awesome piece of German engineering. And now, since starting up on the paper from this new notebook, my obsession has been taken to a whole new level. The pen writes com- comfortably without being too wet or scratchy, and the ink dries fast, and perhaps most importantly, doesn't bleed through the page. I know that technically this is two items. Thank you for making this decision easy for me, Brian. (laughs) I was going backwards and forwards a bit there, but you put yourself in this club. He says, sorry, not sorry. But these both have really... (laughs) (laughs) These both have really made staying organized as a traveling music teacher most enjoyable experience. You two definitely helped guide my first few stationary purchases as a freshly inked pen addict, and I couldn't be more happy with the informed purchasing choices you helped me make. Thanks, guys. This is from Powell. Fountain pens and pencils. They are the best tools to help me understand what I am really thinking and reflect on it. Also, typewriters. I'm a fan of mechanical keyboards, but this is different. Rescuing them, fixing them, and giving them a spark of life again is so much fun, also for journaling. I don't even know what to do with Powell, Brad, because (laughs) Powell didn't actually give us anything. Mm -hmm. Just like, hey, I love it all. Uh, All of it. I don't think I'm going to put them in any category. Maybe I create okay. like my own category for Pal. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Pal's going just pow, in their own just category. Just call it Pal. Yeah, one. Of like, uh, um, what is like, people who suggested no products. <laughs> one, one person so far. All right, Matthias, I still love my Pilot Custom Heritage 92 Demonstrator. It was the first fancy pen I got for myself, and it goes with me everywhere, so it has seen all the milestones. I need to ink mine back up. Great pen. Kit, my Field Notes National Park set. The edition came out right as I left university to start a graduate job, and from the get-go, I have used this set to keep track of my daily to-do lists. 
I have slowly worked through the whole set and intend to mount and frame the full set, oh nice, once it's finished, as a memento of my achievements through a challenging time to embark on, um, on my career. The fantastic art has inspired great wanderlust while chained to a desk. Good luck <laughs> with the reading and congratulations on 500 <laughs> episodes. See you at 1,000. Oh, I don't it, like yeah. the thought of that for some reason. 1,000 <laughs> seems like a lot, but why not? Geert, I don't know my best Dutch D. Jet the best Dutch G. Nice work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you really nailed that one. Nailed so that Giet one. Because no one else can see what you can see, so I have to yeah, explain yeah, yeah. this. So Git, oh Git, said in brackets, "Let's hear your best Dutch G." And I don't know what that could mean. So. Yeah, I, I failed. I failed pretty aggressively. I think Lamy Joy calligraphy with 1.5 millimeter stub nib and registrar ink. The reason it's so special to me because it's the pen I use to write the handout notes. For the Dungeon and Dragons game I run. Great Re- underrated pen. Registrar ink, is that the like what's so special about uh, that? Like, it's the it's it's not just iron gall, it's yeah. like aggressively permanent. It's funny to me that it's like these Dungeons and Dragons that was, games, they are like significantly mm-hmm. permanent. But uh, the registrars the registrar stuff, we did a episode uh, yes. back around like the wedding time and the, yes. the British requirements for mm-hmm. documentation. That was why it was like too difficult for me to take a pen on my own. Yep. Uh, Joe Casabona says, I want to say the Leonardo... Uh-oh, I've lost my place. I pressed a key by accident. 44, uh, 44. I'm back now. I'm back now. Yeah, so we are on number 44, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Joe says, I want to say the Leonardo Memento Zero Grande, but to me, the Mark I by Studio Neat is the most perfect pen ever created. I can use my favorite refill, the Schmidt Easy Flow 9000. It's a great weight and that knock. I have three and love them all. An orange pen-addict version would be an insta-buy for me. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad idea. Uh, Joe, bad you're, in, idea you're, in the bad, you're in the bad crew. You're, you got, there you go. You're in the Rule Breakers Club. <laughs> but gave wow. Gave a good idea, at least. It was two things. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't just be like, oh, I wanted to say this thing, but I actually mean another thing. Well, don't say mm. the first thing. Then, all right, know? all right. Jenny Realia says, I have fond memories of the Dixon Ticonderoga, both the number two and the Carmine Red checking pencil. The most basic of basic pencils. There are better pencils, and I use them, but the Ticonderoga is omnipresent and never fails me, and has never failed me since I was a child. I like this. We are, we are of two minds. We definitely have some uh, some throwback important stationery here. I like it. I do love saying Ticonderoga, though. It's a great name. Capitiano says, I told myself when I bought the Shown Design Peak that I wouldn't use it until I passed the Japanese language proficiency test N3. The test results are out now, and I'm using my new pen. Congratulations! Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm also writing that's, down Is that the ghost one? Peak. It is the ghost one. That's I'm writing nice. it down because it needs to go on my list because I keep saying I'm going to buy one. Alex Ibarra, it was a pilot Kakuno. I love the little smiley face, and writing with it was just a pure joy. It made me realize I could make my life happier by just sprinkling in little bits of joy in as many places as I could. Ah, that's a great subtext for this podcast, Mike. Mm-hmm. We sprinkle a little sprinkling bit of joy, joy as many places as we can. Nathan says, my favorite item for the past few months has been the pilot decimo. It's the perfect fountain pen to use at my job since I often have to write quick notes on the go while switching between different paper types. The Decimo provides a great writing experience with complete reliability and zero fuss. It is a tool I can trust. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have five things written down on my list now. The odd copy. I love my Lamy 2000, but I have to give my love to the fine point Sharpie pen. I've spilled more words into legal pads and journals throughout college with the Sharpie pen 
and it'll be hard for any other writing tool to catch up. I love how this pen makes my handwriting look and still makes me grin when I pick it up all these years later. And this is the Sharpie pen, Mike, that we've mm-hmm. discussed many, many times, not the permanent marker pen. Eight. <laughs> right? What? Eight. They're up to eight rule breakers. <laughs> when I give you that number, that's what I'm counting. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, look, there's two in there. Okay. Aaron that's R. A, oh. says, Parker Giotto with a red plastic slash gray metal body because this is what got me into stationery as a kid. Facts. This is That was Mike's favorite response so far. Very clear, very defined. One item. Go. What's Bork and Bork. <laughs> Borkman Bork says, Lamy Safari Terracotta with a gold nib ground to a stub. Reliable, everyday carry, and fantastic writing experience. Pairs well with the Lamy Petrol and any pocket notebook. Bonus points for the nib as it was ground by a great friend and penabler. All right, so that was number 51. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a break now. All right. Uh, we've got something special today from one of our longest-running uh, sponsors and biggest supporters of the show, and that's our friends over at Pen Chalet. Pen Chalet sell all of the products that you're looking for from all of your favorite brands. They sell rollables and fountain pens, mechanical pencils. They sell inks and refills and pen holders, carrying cases, all the accessories you're looking for as well. They do free shipping on orders of over $50 in the United States, and they sell internationally with great shipping rates. They do fast and reliable customer service. They run discounts twice a month, and they're always adding new styles of pens and products over at Pen Chalet. Pen Chalet has low prices on high-quality pens with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So, go right now to penchalet.com, that's P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com, and click the podcast link at the top of the website. Use the password PENADDICT, and you'll get the code that you need to save 10% on anything at any time at Pen Chalet. And also, Brad, what else are they going to find there right now? They are going to find something that Ron and I worked on for this special 500th episode. And as a thank you uh, to all of you wonderful listeners, Ron has set up a big 500th episode giveaway of Brad's favorite things. It's actually celebrate the Panatic's 10th anniversary. So and it says, enter to win one of Brad's favorite things. He also officially gives you permission to remember them anytime you're feeling sad, and then you won't feel so bad. <laughs> I didn't write that copy, <laughs> but that's pretty funny. All right. There, we're giving away five sets of items that I put together on Pen Chalet. And let me tell y'all, chat, this is just for y'all. So like, if you're listening to this episode, go over to penchalet.com, uh, type Pen Addict in the uh, radio podcast uh, feed, and then you will see a way to enter into this giveaway you should keep this to yourself because then you have a better chance to win but you should support our friends at pen chalet so let me tell you what you can win you can win a twisby eco and jade with twisby grape fountain pen ink that's one combo that's Mm -hmm. one giveaway prize you can win a lamy studio fountain pen with a steel nib with lamy crystal amazonite ink that's uh number two number three giveaway Binu Euphoria Bora Bora it's one of the really cool I love the Euphoria shape and the Bora Bora is one of the great colors ink that up with Pilot Orochizuku Kanpeki next up we have an Esterbrook Esty and Sea Glass with Esterbrook Lilac Shimmer ink and then we have the last item one of the new Leonardo Memento Zero Brooks resin pens wow. and Leonardo red ink so That's how cool wild. is that 
that yeah. Ron uh, wanted to do this, wanted to let me pick out some of my favorite pens, which, hey, I love all of these. The Eco, the Lamy Studio, the Bennu Euphoria, the Esterbrook SDC Glass, Leonardo Memento Zero, all of them from the amazing Pen Chalet, a long, long, long time supporter of this show, of the blog, of you know this whole pen community as a whole. And I just thank you so much, Ron. Let me tell you directly that I, yeah. I really appreciate your friendship and your support over all these years. And you I do. appreciate our listeners supporting our good friends over at Pen Chalet. So go to penchalet.com, P-E-N-C-H-A-L-E-T.com. Click the podcast link at the top of the website. Enter Pen Addict. You'll get uh, the special offer code. You'll see a bunch of special offer products because there's always yeah, by the way, a ton of great yeah. stuff there. <laughs> by the way, I wrote down a product for me to check out. The Lamy Studio Special Edition Rollerball in Aquamarine Ooh, is really, really speaking to That's me. That's a great so, yeah, price. There are, there, deals, there are deals down there too. So but also at the top of that those. page is where you'll find the ability to enter into that giveaway. Thank you yep. to Pen Chalet for the continued support of this show and Relay FM. All right. Is it me now? It's me now. Yeah, you did Bork Ben Bork, right? So mine's yep. from Mel Martin. I have a Sailor Sapporo in some version of slightly sparkly purple, maybe it's blueberry, uh, that several of my friends pitched in to buy me for my 40th birthday. It's my favorite color, and the subtle sparkle always makes me smile. But what really makes this my favorite all-time stationery item is the love and thoughtfulness that my friends put into coordinating such a wonderful gift. Yep. Perfect, perfect. Gene says, Pelican M800, blue stripe, fine nib. Hard to list all the reasons, but it's just gorgeous in its design, function, ink capacity, prominent place in the fountain pen world, being a flagship Pelican. Most of all, it just fits in my hand, and flow and line is silky smooth. Perfect. Elizabeth, a bottle of Yamabudo, Yamabodo, Yamabudo. <laughs> That's a charm. There he Ooh. goes. Hiroshizuku ink because a very thoughtful student gave it to me. That's our that's our second mention of Yamabuda. We should have oh. a Yamabuda tracker. Uh, that's a very I'm great not tracking any <laughs> How much stuff do you want me to keep track of? <laughs> Brooklyn Becca, congrats on five hundred. This is a fun idea. I've been thinking about this since yesterday. I think my favorite stationary item has to be paper. Too simple, too easy, boring, maybe. But when I think of all my favorite stationary products, they all revolve around paper. Books, cards, notebooks, clippings, birth certificates, diplomas, marriage licenses, art, diaries, planners, keepsakes in general. While not necessary to sustain life, paper is central to many, many good memories. If you must know specifics, there is a lot of ordinary paper, but I prefer to use even just slightly better 32-pound paper in my Tomoe River original paper notebooks from Hippo Noto. What are you going to do, Mike? That's fine. We'll let it go. Yeah. We'll let it go. Aaron, my favorite stationery item right now is my Platinum Galaxy Starlight with a broad nib that was a gift for my 10th wedding anniversary. What ink should I pair it with? Oh, we've got a quick question here. Uh, yeah, Pilot of Roshizuku Yamabuda. All right, next up from Kim In. <laughs> the high-tech <laughs> high C Kalito pen in 04 because I switch ink colors in my notebook when I change topics to make it easier to keep different items separate. I can have five different ink colors to rotate through in one pen, which makes this a much easier and more portable thing to do. Plus, I love that I can choose colors, and I'm not limited to just red, blue, black, and green, like a lot of multi-pens. I have three different Kalito bodies with different colors in each, so I can use the color scheme I like best on any given day. Yes. Luke from Brisbane, Australia. 
My Visconti Homo Sapiens. It was the first expensive pen I bought a number of years ago. I never had any troubles with the nib, and it has always been an amazing writer. Homo Sapiens tracker. The, no, <laughs> the no. non-fountain pen episode. <laughs> My big pen, because it's not fussy like a fountain pen. You know what? Fair. Justin H. My current favorite stationary items are the new Cortex Mark 1s of a theme system journal. Yes. Yes, come on, someone. It is my most <laughs> valuable pen. I don't own a ton. And there's something special about the quality of the build and the feeling of joy I get when writing with that combo of pen and journal. I truly enjoy the writing process so much of these where I typically handle so much writing digitally. I love being able to slow down and enjoy those writing moments. Y'all don't have to kiss up to Mike. He doesn't appreciate it. Y'all kiss so, up to me. I, I appreciate Here's the that. thing, Justin. You're going in the Rule Breakers Club, but you're also going in... <laughs> Mike's faves. <laughs> and there's just one in there right now. We'll see how that progresses. All right. Emmett says the Lamy Safari fountain pen. Sometimes I just like to look at it because it's so pretty. I remember emailing Brad when I was about 12 and saying that I was like an idiot. Uh, and it's crazy to think at 500, it's at 500 episodes already. Maybe I'll have gotten the Canalea Kona Cherry by the 1,000th episode if you ever get there. Thanks you for the great podcast. Thank That's you. That's wild. <laughs> like someone yep. was listening when they were 12. Yep, yep, yep. Incredible. Ellis, platinum fountain pen. The colors are routine, but the writing experience is fantastic. Starts every time. I mean, literally all of them, right? John Boland says, Brad, Mike, happy 500. I love my Pilot Custom 912 with an F.A. nib. It's as classically stylish as Cary Grant's suits or Audrey Hepburn's little black dress. <laughs> okay. Piano black. We're going. We're going in, <laughs> we're Mike. Going, we're leaning man. in. Come on, Joe. Piano black. Taking us on a ride here. <laughs> Rhodium trim and flat ends always look good. It's the perfect size. Big enough to comfortably hold, but small enough to fit in a shirt pocket. The number 10 F.A. nib is sublime. It's a high-performance instrument. Like other high-performance instruments, sports cars, gaming computers, etc., it is finicky <laughs> and requires upgraded components and consumer... John, you can write for me anytime. <laughs> it requires upgraded components and consumables just to get the best out of it. In yeah. this case, that's the feed and ink. With a flexible nib factory ebonite feed and pilot Orochizuku ink, likely Yamabuto, that's my edit, yep. uh, the FA flies. It's such a joy to write with. It's got nice bounce and a little bit of pleasant tooth, particularly on the upstroke, Mike. Ooh. The nib responds to subtle inputs to add line variation at will. It's easy to write with as reversed or as expressive as re it's easy to write as reserved or as expressive as I want. And if I really get cooking, I can produce extreme line variation for quite passable copper plate, although I need a lot more practice. I use it for all my letters and thank you cards. Thank you for the opportunity to gush about my favorite pen and best wishes for the next 500 episodes. Amazing. Love it. Alexandra, Namiki Yukari Milky Way. Not yeah. because it by f it's by far my most expensive pen, because it's not even my best writer, but because of what it represents in my life. I got it as a celebration for a new job that got me a significant raise and allowed me to leave a pretty toxic job. It also reminded me of my dreams of being an astronaut as a child, given the theme, and made me feel that the stars are your limit as far mm. as your dreams. Happy 500, guys. I honestly yeah. hope that that was going to, and now I'm an astronaut. You know, like the mm -hmm. job I got is now I'm an astronaut. Maybe they are, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But that's I, That's a beautiful pen. It's the one I own. And, and it's, a great it's sentiment. the best, the best. 
Helen from Toronto. My pen cup currently holds about 40 pens of all sizes, shapes, colors, and quality. From it, I select a pen that fits my mood or task. A pen received as a gift from a loved one that I'm thinking about. A bold writer with a thick line for an important signature. Or one that is comfortable for longer writing chore. The pen cup is special because it reflects me in all my states from playful to focused. Hmm. It's the pen cup. Yeah, I know. It's the favorite stationary item. The pen cup is singular. But there's no, there's no product there. However, the pen cup specifically is a thing. It represents an idea. Yes. If you think about it, the pen cup <laughs> is a concept. <laughs> a customized all-black Lamy Safari fountain pen with a red clip. Is This is Scarlet's entry. Ooh. Inked with Diamine Red Dragon. I guess if your name's Scarlet, you would want an ink like Diamine Red Dragon, right? I feel like that mm-hmm. fits pretty nicely. Uh, this pen is special to me because I put it together while healing from extremely poor mental health as a reclamation of my past being forced to write with one at school and a statement of who I am now writing everything in blood red. Hell yeah. Yes. Hell yes. That's like some Game of Thrones type stuff right there. I know. I've never seen Game of Thrones, so I have no idea if it actually True, is. true, true, true. Sirwin, my favorite fountain pen is my Karis Pen Company Pony Express Ink. It's a gorgeous hunk of patinaed bronze, slowly turning a deep brown with still golden spots where I hold it. I love it because its heft reminds me of the weight of my words. They will live on for generations, just as this pen will continue in our family for generations, bearing the marks of each writer. That's cool. Lynn, Sailor Pro Gear Slim Lucky Charm. It normalized pens in this price range for me, both a good and bad thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and 5607, my Leuch Term 18-month calendar planner. Week display on the left side of the page and line page for notes on the right. I use it with my Twisby Eco with Diatramentus Document Black Ink every day. 10. Mm, really? Wow. Yep. 10. Aggressive. 10 out of 69. Nice. Aggressive. aggressive uh, 70. Number 70 is Seattle Sparky. My seven seas writer because Tomoe River. Like writing on angel's wings. Message straight to the ears of God. Haven't sampled the replacement yet. Uh, stuck <laughs> to Tomoe River for quite some time. This is, <laughs> I wished I could accurately get across this message. You know, I'm going to give it another go, Brad. Mm-hmm. My seven I almost seas spit out writer, my coffee the first time. My seven seas writer because Tomoe River, like writing on angels' wings, messages straight to the ears of God. Haven't sampled my replacement yet. Stocked with Tomoe River for quite some time. <laughs> I think that does a better job. Again, that was a good job. That was a good job there. <laughs> Dwayne Lively says, my Levenger Sunset Fountain Pen. It looks like R2-D2 and has a great nib. Mm. It's also the first pen I bought via the internet. That's cool. In my mind, Levenger Sunset, I can't imagine how a pen called that would look like R2-D2. Mm, I know. I got to look, look at that one. I do not have a picture in my head. My Lamy 2000, since it was a birthday present from my, bo- my brother 15 years ago. It was only ever wow. filled with Noodler's Walnut, which he also gave me. I have many other fa- fountain pens, some much more expensive. But that that's one that's always in use and one I will never part with. I wish I had that level of commitment. Mm-hmm. Catherine says, my red medium nib Pilot Metropolitan. This was the pen that got me hooked. And while I have pens that cost 10 times as much, this one always makes me smile. That's why we love the Metro. Irene K. I love my Caveco Sport in dark green with golden finial. It's the first fountain pen I bought as an adult, a direct consequence of listening to this show. I have never found a pen better suited for me. I'm so happy we did this, Mike. I'm having, I'm having fun reading Good. all these. 
Well, we're Rich up to Kelly. 76 of 270-something, <laughs> so yeah, you've got a lot of time to change your mind. <laughs> I haven't looked at the clock yet, so I might rescind all that. Uh-huh. Rich Kelly says, I enjoy using my wax seal camel stamp. I use a glue gun to melt the wax, much easier than using a tea candle and spoon. And I write a letter using one of my favorite pens. Just like I believe there is no such thing as a grail pen, I also feel no such thing as a favorite pen. I have 59 fountain pens in my collection. My Laban 325 in flame red with a fine nib. I like the fine line it produces and enjoy the wet feed, a rare combination. I use Clairefontaine paper. It doesn't feather or bleed through. After allowing the ink to fully dry, I carefully fold and place the letter in the envelope. Apply the piece de resistance, my camel wax seal. Eleven. Come on, man. What do you mean, come on? There's like 12 things in this list. <laughs> but it's all about the camel stamp. Even. So? It's, it's, mm. Elicio Santamaria. Santamaria. Could be either. Pens! <laughs> I can tell a lot by people's preferences and writing style. My pen represents me. Okay, Alicio, you go into the rarefied air. Ooh, the club two. of two, which is people who suggested no products, <laughs> but at least they made me shout pens. So that's good news. <laughs> Leslie says, "My favorite item. Why are we limited to just one, Mike? That's what Leslie wants to know. Doesn't matter, is- <laughs> Leslie. I'm I'm assuming Leslie kept to the rules. We, we appreciate you being a rule follower, Leslie. At least Mike does. You created Assum- the rule. Anyway, so- <laughs> I was trying to keep it short, Mike. It did yeah. not work. This fighting did not help. work. My favorite item is Parker International Dual Fold in black with a medium nib. This is the last last fountain pen my father bought me the summer before I started uni. My parents had been in Florida buying furniture, and my dad saw it at one of their airport shops. As the person who introduced me to fountain pens at a young age, it was even more special as he rarely purchased spontaneous gifts. Since he has passed away, it has made me treasure this pen even more. And while I do write with it, it never leaves the house. Happy anniversary, gentlemen. Sounds like you made the right choice, Leslie. I think that's a perfect... Tim. Uh, this isn't a good start from Tim. Uh-oh. I'm going to slightly alter this question and comment on my most memorable stationery item. Okay, maybe you pulled fair, it around. We'll see. A Stadler lead holder pencil I bought around 45 years ago. I no longer have it, but I suspect it was similar to the Stadler Mars Technico 780. Uh, why is it my most memorable item? Because it was the first real stationery purchase I ever made. Moreover, I found out at this magical place I never even knew existed in my hometown, something called an independently owned stationery <laughs> store. And now long departed Williams Stationery in Red Deer, Alberta, Canada. And that's where my love affair began. Just like true baseball fans have their first ballpark experience locked in their memories, mm-hmm. I sense the stationary disciples out there remember their first foray into the magical kingdom. Beautiful. Absolutely. Love like it. I always said, I can draw the layout of the bookstore that I used to go to when I was a kid mm-hmm. and that I hadn't been there in 40 years. Marty B, Twisby Eco. I have fancier pens with gold nibs and beautiful designs, but every two my time I use my basic blue Eco, I feel the same thing. Smooth writing, consistent flow no matter what ink I use, comfortable to use. It's always a joy to write with. It's my EDC. Awesome. Yep. Uh, my one is uh, Brian the Wolf. My favorite piece of stationery would have to be my transparent green Twisby Eco with a fine nib, which is always inked with Shin Ryoku. Ryoku? Mm-hmm. This is the first pen I bought for myself at my very first pen show, which I attended with my brother. The show was the 2019 Triangle Pen Show, where I also met Brad for the first time. So this pen has a lot of great memories to it. Nice. So this is Ryan or Ryan P. Just, you know, 
for clarification. My favorite stationary item at the moment, because these things are always changing, is the 2021 Diamine Inkvent calendar. Because going through the calendar has taken me very far out of my ink comfort zone. It was very into cool tone, fairly basic. I was very into cool tone, basic, fairly basic inks for a long time. Blue, blacks, purples, greens, grays, some browns, and some pinks. And this set helps has helped me discover how awesome orange brown, red, and yellow inks can be, and also has expanded my palette to get into more sheening and or shimmer inks. Love the discovery. Hmm. All right, I'm going to let this one go. Yeah, yeah, you are. I mean, it's technically 20... Anyway. <laughs> Evan Rosenberg, I have a lot of pens. Uh-oh. Even more now than when I started listening to the Pen Addict podcast shortly after episode 300. When I close, you got a lot to catch up on then, Evan. When I close my <laughs> eyes and picture a pen, though, I still see the Rotring Core capped rollerball in the Technor colorway that I used to carry in my pocket in high school 20 years ago. I still have that pen tucked away in a case with my other Rotrings, taking a well-deserved rest after years of pocket carry and being responsible for instilling a lifelong appreciation for pen design that isn't afraid to be a little different. I like it. I like it a lot. James M.B., my favorite stationery is Clairefontaine Spiralbound A4, say as French-ruled notebooks from my favorite online stationery store, wonderpens.ca. Shout out, wonderpens. It's a lovely, beefy-sized notebook reminiscent of notebooks I used in high school. The paper is wonderful to write on with fountain pens, and the French rule leads itself well to casual writing practice. Always a fun distraction to note-taking. Didn't know it came in A4. That's pretty amazing. Jennifer. My favorite and most precious item is my black Nakaya Nakai writer purchased at the San Francisco Pen Show in 2019. It has rose gold hardware and a fine soft nib that writes perfectly, and I'm left-handed. I purchased this beautiful pen at the SF Pen Show in 2019. When I pick up the pen, it brings such joy and happy memories. First pen show, meeting Brad and Mike, rooms full of stationary goodness, and lots of happy pen people. I miss pen shows. Miss pen shows. One time, one day, Brad. One day. One day. Nick says it may be the spork of writing instruments, but I have had a black papermate flare in my pocket since my first job in a grocery store at age fifteen, which was twenty six years ago. They aren't for looking at, but they can do just about everything acceptably. That is factually correct. Love the flare. I don't know if I'm familiar with it. Actually, it, you 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 would recognize it if I showed you a picture. Okay. Basic, standard, classic. Brandon, I love my Visconti Special Ops in medium. This pen was my first medium nib after staying with fine and extra fine since I traveled down the rabbit hole. This was my gateway pen to broaden stub nibs, and I now have on a couple of other pens. Basically, the right what Brandon's saying here is that they took the right um, path of moving mm-hmm. away from the horrible fine and extra fine <laughs> to something a bit better. Brenton Raleigh says, Parker Penman Sapphire. I must have drained half a dozen bottles of that stuff back in the day. Still unequaled. Then that is factually correct as well. Mark, Edison Menlo Custom in Brooks Galaxy Prime. Mm. A beautiful pen that feels like an extension of my hand and writes like a dream. I chose the material, the pen model, and the nib, a custom ground medium stub. Uh, extremely well made, too. It's my it's my me pen. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Noah Leroy, my favorite stationary item is my Canalea Kona Snow Fountain Pen that my now wife bought for me as a wedding present. It's the most beautiful pen I own and brings me joy every time I use it. Not really much more to say than that, but it is definitively my favorite stationary item. 
My current favorite is the stationery from Pigeon, pigeonposted.com in the UK. Their designs are a fun combination of letter and envelope, and the artwork is really neat. Got That's a lot of Brit- British listeners. It's not I wonder a specific why. product. What's up with that? Just gonna... <laughs> I, I On the list. I recommend a website. <laughs> Thanks, Chelsea. No, thank you, Chelsea. But you're going, you're now, you've made that, you that made the category list. to three. Sam Kurt says, my tactile turns are conium pin with a Schmidt fiber tip refill. I love the feel and action of this pin. It's super heavyweight and takes some getting used to, but I love it. Inky Raven, ink samples. There are so many fascinating combinations of ink colors and properties. Samples have let me try hundreds with the, uh, let me try hundreds of them without the commitment that four bottles require. How many lists is this on, Mike? Four, that's four. This, this just goes on the people who suggested no products. <laughs> uh, list and is now up to four <laughs> zinnia maybe an odd pick but i love the rhodia meeting book the paper is great and handles my favorite fountain pens effortlessly however the layout is what gets me as someone with adhd the notebook is stru- structured perfect for my brain sectioning out places for notes action items and supplementary info it's the only thing i've found that keeps me focused at work p.s love the podcast i'm a short time listener who started last year to find cool stationary christmas gifts and couldn't put no. the show down yeah, thanks for being one of the best parts of my week. Well, thank That's you, an Zinnia. interesting way to find and the show. Not an odd pick at all. Highly individualized stationery that solves problems is one of my favorite things. So glad you found something that works well for you. Clarid says, I think my favorite item is the Hobonichi Techo. Lots of Techo fans on the mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. Special to me because I get to open it every day and enjoy it. I love the paper and all the accessories that go with it. Jim in Tucson. My set of Alvin Draftmatic mechanical pencils got me through architecture school and will always have a place on my desk and in my bag. I have all four lead sizes, 0.3, 5, 7, and 9, and each one has its function. But the blue DM07 is my go-to for taking notes and quickly sketching ideas. Okay, I'm going to let this pass. Singular. It's absolutely singular, yes. Pencils. It's a set. It's a singular set. Yeah, I'm going to let it pass, but it's not singular. It's not singular. Tim, my Pilot Falcon was my first gold nib pen, and I bought it myself when I graduated from my PhD. I need to ink my Falcon up. I love that pen. Do you ever feel we- like when we do this kind of stuff that we should have PhDs? <laughs> Feels like everybody no. else has PhDs. <laughs> I don't have one. That's how that's how the uh, survey came about. The Slack survey came about. PhD. Honestly, that was the question. It's like, why life. is this a thing? Why is this a thing? I would like to just put a call out. Any any um any school in the world that wants to give me an honorary doctor, I will accept it. I just want yeah, we you can, to know that. We need a pen PhD. I need I will, a stationary PhD. I will take it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rita Montero, aka Tales. I didn't spend much time thinking about this, which in a way makes this choice more honest. It has to be the Sailor 1911 Royal Tangerine. Yes. It was big and impulsive purchase for me and absolutely worth it. I love the way the medium fine nib writes. The size of the pen is ideal for me. And that orange color, it is gorgeous. You know what I mean. Both of you have at least one of these. I like I like that they clarify you have at least one of these. As well, I, do, I, I have the I regular have and the king of pen. Yeah, and I have the small and the king of pen. <laughs> it isn't my most expensive pen, but I'm always wanting to ink it up and use it. I think that's the main feature of a favorite stationary item. Thank you both for many enjoyable hours of pen-related conversations. That's the king really of pen funny. is what I was going to pick up today to take my show notes with, but I opted mm-hmm. for just the original orange pro gear instead. Okay. That felt fitting uh, for today. Nice, nice, nice. L says, the 
Ilya Note, 6mm lined Tomoe River Paper, 496-page notebook. It has all the qualities that I love. It is special because the 6mm ruling is now defunct. It was a lovely burgundy magenta that both glowed from the white pages and receded after writing was on the page, along with the fountain pens I used to write. It made me excited every morning to journal. Alas, I have just one left. That's really cool. Zach, permanent inks. I have kept a journal for decades, even before I discovered fountain pens. Once I got into fountain pens, I began using them exclusively, but I grew up in a time where there are only two types of fountain pen inks, permanent and washable. If the bottle didn't say washable, it was permanent, period. Unfortunately, once I got into fountain pens, I also discovered new inks, a much greater selection of colors than before, but most of them were washable. This I found out by water testing the ink I had been using for my journal after about five years. (laughs) So now I have five years of memories that can be erased by a heavy fog. So now I am obsessed with permanent inks. With the current selection of colors in permanent inks, I really can't understand why they are so disparaged. I love permanent inks. I don't disparage them at all. Personally, I would like my musings, however uninteresting to others, to at least last for my lifetime. So permanent inks are not just a favorite. They are a requirement for me. Okay, that comes up to number five for Zach. (laughs) (laughs) On the list. Anything. Uh, (laughs) Stefan, I do like, I like this though, because you know what? I understand what Zach's saying. That like, all of the love for inks, all the cool colors and cool brands, it's not permanent stuff. Like, that's not one of the qualities. Oh, I disagree with nothing that they said. Yeah. Stephanie Sows is number 100. My five year Hobonichi, to be honest, when I started it back in 2019, mine is the 2019 to 2023, I was afraid I wouldn't have anything to write about. In the beginning, I mostly used it to keep track of marathon and ultra marathon training. And my, I don't know, show off, am I right? I can't just do a regular marathon. That's right. incredible. I, is it, what is an ultra marathon? Like 23 uh, little, marathons? What is that? No, it's like a, a singular, like a hundred and something mile race. Oh, God. A hundred plus, like 120-ish, something like that. Oh, my God. Uh, and my finishing <laughs> times on events. I also listed the weather and any family things that happen on each day. My day-to-day life is pretty routine, so I sometimes added drawings, doodles, little things, and then it happened. Hello, 2020. Oh, the world yeah. is introduced to COVID, and everything about the way we lived our day-to-day lives changed. Now this little five-year is a documentation of what life looked like before the pandemic and all the changes that we had to adapt to. Looking back on the years that I've already filled out, it's really interesting. It's crazy how different life is now in 2022 than it was in 2019. I'm really grateful I started at the year that I did. Yep, what a I thing to be yep. able to give to uh, family in the future. Yep, yep. I'm I'm really like looking into these more and more the more I yep. see about them. Mary Heinz, Uni Signo DX pens. I like the sound they make as I write. Mary and I are now best friends. Can I just it's say? It's very simple. You see mm. what Mary wrote there? This is mm. what I wanted everyone to send in. Just that. <laughs> Right? You're also now Mike's best friend for, when, for different when, reasons. <laughs> when Brad pitched this to me, this is what I thought we were going to be getting. No, I wanted but some But what stories. we actually got is more like is this, this from Parker. 
Karis Customs Render K V2. It's a great quality machine pen that is simple in looks and beautiful in design. Coming from a machinist background, this pen is beautifully machined and contains contains very well thought out features such as a channel cut inside the cap to house an O-ring to keep the cap in place, especially when pocket carried. This is also one of the few pens I have seen fully machined out of metal, including my favorite material from when I was still a machinist, 360 alloy brass. With a more dense material such as brass, this pen feels mighty and hefty in the hand. And every time I write with it, I can appreciate the machining that went into this pen. The st- this style pen is the only type of pen that can stand up to the abuse I put it through on any given day without fail. I can carry it in my front pocket every day and never have to pu- uh, never have it pop out or uh, the cap loosen. I can carry it in my wool vest when working outside to jot down notes and never have it go missing. I can pop it into the inside or outside pocket of a suit coat and it looks classy while also remaining utilitarian. It fits with a Pilot G2 refill by default and can accept others like a Schmidt P8126 or this makes it perfect for me as my desired refill is the Pilot Precise RT, which gives me the pleasure of writing with the same feel as my normal Precise V5 V7 in a refillable barrel that I love so much. I have a few other pens from Karis Customs, but this style covers every facet I need in my day-to-day life without compromise. Thank you, Parker. See? Parker's our people. Like, mm-hmm. this is, this is, that's our people, Mike, right mm-hmm. there. Perfectly explained. Hey, look. The level of nerdery I love it. is I elite. I love it. I love this. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're up to but number the next... 104. <laughs> 103. The next, the next uh, answer is. 278. All right. The next answer is exactly hour. what you want. I know. Uh-huh. This is exactly what you want. The Pandemic with Bruce. My favorite stationary item is my Shown Design Ultim with the number six Yovo Steel Nib. I like the matte texture of the Ultim, and it's really comfortable for long writing sessions because it's so light. And my favorite ink of all time is Mont Blanc Petrol Blue because of the dark greenish blue color. No, see, Bruce isn't exactly what I want, right? Yeah, yeah, too. (laughs) I just want to make it clear that I love our listeners, and I'm very happy that they have contributed in this episode. My main concern is just the uh, marathon that we have. That yeah, we are, yeah. We're in an ultra marathon. <laughs> two right. two thousand character field uh-huh. limits. Sorry. Why did, you, why did you do that? Diego, I'm a generous soul, Mike. I'm yeah. a generous soul. Let's see how you feel by the end too. Lamy Spirit True. mechanical pencil. This was the first premium stationery item I purchased. I purchased it while in university at a high-end retail store in Toronto. I remember walking out of that store thinking, what have I done and why did I spend so much on a pencil? (laughs) As soon as I started using it, that was like the awakening of my addiction. That pencil was the start of my journey that transitioned to ballpoint pens and fountain pens and continues to this day over 20 years later. Mm Mm-hmm. Jorge Madrigal, the Lockby Field Journal, second time. As a high school teacher, it's indispensable. It holds two journals, one for my everyday happenings in the history classes I teach, the other calendars, to-do lists, meetings, etc. Also, I have rulers, journal plastic templates, and of course, my trusty Lamy 2000 with me at all times. Love your podcast, fellas. The Discord is starting to side with me. Uh-oh. Because Uh-oh. you said 2,000 characters. That's 300 to 500 words. I no, like stories. They're starting to side with me now. Now they're understanding. Right mm-hmm. now, they're understanding. Mm-hmm. Kate also, uh, Kate also said the promise of reading them all was an interesting one, and I hey. said, "Who do you think suggested that?" <laughs> I mean, we had to do something special. I feel, I feel like we did, Mike. We're still in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, people will decide if it's special, you know. True. Well, no, as long as I feel that it's special. Yes, that is all that ultimately matters. all that matters. So I've, this is I all about that me. T- 
299 episodes ago. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Nick Kayyem said the twist bullet pencil in Warnut from Metal Shop, John Fontaine, in 2016. A well-engineered bullet pencil that helps me use up my Blackwing and Tombow stubs. Sadly, the company no longer exists. Great product. From the Rostra, my favorite stationary item is my 350 milliliter bottle of Pilot Blue Black ink, which is not only a great everyday ink, but has played an essential role as I have learned to tune and adjust nibs. Michael G says, my pick is the Aurora Duo Cont. You don't hear much about it, but I love it for three reasons. One, I like to keep a low profile, so the classic look and hooded nib is a great fit for me. Two, the nib itself is my favorite in my whole collection. The line width, feedback, and flow is perfection for my tastes. Three, my beloved got it for me for Christmas a few years ago. What more is there to say? Congratulations on 500. You're talking about pens on the internet means more to people than you know. Looking forward to the next 500. Oh, nice, nice, nice. All right, Mary, even supposing, says, when I submitted my dissertation, my sister gave me a pilot vanishing point guilloche. My first gold nib and fanciest pen yet. I use it at the end of my defense to sign the final paperwork granting me my PhD. There you go, Mike. Mike Masayama t- turned the medium, tuned the medium nib into an exquisite cursive italic at my first pen show. I love writing with this pen, and it is always ink. This pen means more to me than any other I will ever own. And oh my gosh, Mike is about to have a coronary on this next one. <laughs> oh, I've, I read this one during my preparation. <laughs> this one was on the edge of will it stay in or not? This one? Like, this is the edge, right? Things over this edge. I mean, just stay. how it started is all you need to know. Yeah. Mailman Dan. It's not that. I don't have a problem with male people. No, no, no. <laughs> I have no the issue next, with male The next carriers. part. The next part. I ask for forgiveness as I have two pens to offer. <laughs> I think both are interesting and I have seldom, if ever, heard either mentioned in stationary-related media. For background, I have been a mailman for many years until fairly recently. Pens as tools are required daily and repeatedly. They were abused by use and weather and would frequently be unintentionally left in possession of others. No fancy or expensive pens for me. First, I present the unassuming Jinhao 991. This was my ver- this was very much my starting point with fountain pens. It is a cheap pen in both senses of the word. On the plus side, a cheap. I could lose. I could afford to lose or break them, and later give them away, and you can still get them for a couple of bucks. B, almost all of them write, most write well, at least to the uninitiated. C. More write consistently, uh, most write consistently, they seal well and write from day to day. And my favorite part, D, you can store an extra short cartridge in the body. Uh, On the downside, A, cheap, (laughs) which is back to the A earlier. Uh, It will break. Usually either the cap will crack or the nib section will crack right where Mm -hmm. near the body threads onto it. Second is a pen that I wish had been around 30 years ago. As a mailman, one of the worst things about pens is the need to open up two or three coats during Midwestern winters to reach a pen that wasn't too cold to write with, like it wouldn't work. Uh, I discovered the Uni Power Tank ballpoint at just about the time the post office finally quit using pen and paper to capture signatures, <laughs> such as my luck. The Power Tank is a write anywhere on anything pen, similar to the popular Fisher Space Pen, but this one is quite affordable. If I lose a pen or a customer claims one as their own, it's no big loss. I can now leave a pen in an accessible outer pocket during the winter and write on wet paper during the spring, even though I don't really have much call to do either anymore. I mean, how great is that? Thank you, Mailman I just Dan. like the name Power Tank. It's, it's a good pen, too. I wouldn't mind if you called me Power Tank. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> and from Bruce Horn, we have Twisby. <laughs> for many years, it has been the Eco, but my wife just got me a 580 for Christmas, and I think it might eclipse the Eco a bit. I love the way it feels in my hand. I love the way it looks, especially when it has a somewhat translucent, colorful ink in it. I love seeing the ink sloshing back and forth in that big barrel as I'm writing. I only like piston fillers, and I only like demonstrators, and Tisby, Twisby works for both of those. Nibs are also great. This new one has a broad nib, something I haven't tried before. My preference so far is a stub nib, currently debating between the 1.1 and 1.5, both of which I like. I like the fact that getting a 1.5 millimeter stub nib is an option for the 580, even if I have to order it from overseas to the U.S. 14. Chris Ferraz That says, one? That yep. was one. No. It's been the eco, it's... but my wife just got me a five. There's there's two wow. pens in there. There's two pens in there. Two pens. Chris Ferraz <sighs> says, Pilot Shaker 0.5 millimeter mechanical pencil. Just shake it for the lead to advance. I didn't know this. This sounds cool. Yeah. And you'll oh, write great. continuously without distractions. Beautiful, durable, sturdy, super practical, great design with black body and yellow finial. Iconic. A true classic. The best mechanical pencil ever made. I'm making a list called Protest. And I am protesting uh, Bruce's uh, entry into right. the, the multiple pen list. So I'm protest being asked one. questions if I've actu- act, uh, counted everyone correctly. So they might have gone through <laughs> anyway because I might have missed one out. So. Protest. Jordan Peterson. At my job as a school teacher, I love my Lamy Safari as it's durable, easy replaceable, fun to use, and comes in fun colors. Yeah. Not that one, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Jordan spelt differently. Uh, Stevie Cheesesteak. Great name. Hope it's Mm their real name. Any of the fountain pen friendly notebooks I have made myself. I use A4 short grain paper, sometimes even cutting the paper out of top bound A4 notepads, folding into signatures for my A5 journals. I'm going to let that one go. I was waiting. Yeah, I'm I was, it go. There was about to be a quick second on the protest. There's two list. potential categories it could go in, but mm-hmm. I'm letting it go mm-hmm. from both of them. All right. Gwen says Sailor Pro Gear Slim Spring Rain. My first expensive fountain pen, my favorite pen. It was a birthday gift from my parents last year. Lots of uh, the, the Spring Rain series, a very popular series. Tom, a limited edition Pentel Energel with Shiba Inus all over it. It's very cute, and the 0.7 millimeter Energel is my favorite overall gel refill. Nice, nice. All right, check this out. Lee says, my Metal Shop CT Timber Twist Bullet Pencil, which we just spoke about a minute ago. That product is totally unique, and people always ask questions about it, which gives me the opportunity to give an impassioned explanation. It also lets me get every cent out of my pencil purchases, so it's stylish and thrifty. What more could I ask for? Kramer, not that one. My Leonardo Memento Zero Stromboli is both distractingly gorgeous and <laughs> performs wonderfully. Paired with an Apica notebook makes a perfect match. Leonardo, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Fuzzy Man. It's a black Sailor Pro gear with a zoom nib. It's not the flashiest looking, but it's the culmination of 10 years of pen collecting, trying to find the one that felt just right. I smile every time I put pen to paper. My pen acquisition habit slowed down considerably after I got it. Is that a good thing? Yes. Lisa. My favorite stationary item is fountain pen inks with a lot of shading. Uh Uh-oh. It's Uh, so hard to pick just one, but I really love the complex earthy tones of the Sailor Manyo Shirakashi ink. Oh, pulled from from the depths there. (laughs) In the bottle or a pen, the ink looks like a dark blue-green. 
On most paper, this blue tone disappears as the ink dries, leaving behind warm shades of brown and green, sometimes with reddish sheen. However, on one paper, Cosmo Air Light, the blue tint remains, with the ink staying a spruce green color. When used as watercolor, the shades have become tree bark, dusty green succulents, and deep forested hills. I am intrigued by the great variety produced by a single ink, and watercolor painting reminds me of my grandma, who would paint beautiful watercolor cards for us. I mean, do you want to sell me an ink? This is how you sell me an ink. I mean, it sounds I'm pretty incredible, Shirakashi. right? I'm yeah. just finishing Shirakashi. Shirakashi. Okay. <laughs> Sailor Manio Shirakashi. <laughs> Emil, I was thinking I should go with something clever or something funny. In the end, I went with something sappy. Waterman Hemisphere. A first pen of note I got from Diana, the only woman I loved. Oh, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Alina. I've been a stationary enthusiast for as long as I can remember, and I've used a l- I've used and loved a lot of notebooks and pens throughout the years. But lately, I've been enjoying the simplicity of a blank pocket Moleskine and a black 1.0 Jetstream. I take notes on my reading. I write down thoughts and ideas. I do simple sketches and draw mind maps. I have my notebook and my ballpoint pen, and that is enough. And that is number 15. Yeah. Okay. Legit perfect setup, though. Dave W. says, My favorite is my Gold Nib Pilot Custom 742 my mother gave me for Christmas this year because it's from my mom. I like to keep it in my rickshaw bags koozie and write with it in my Lord's Term Some Lines a Day journal. I'm on year three, and it's awesome to see stuff from just a few beers back. And welcome to the list, Dave. Philip S. says, <laughs> The Franklin Christoph 45 is the perfect size for a pocket with a slip cover. It takes a number five Joe for vintage options and comes in so many colors. I've traveled six hours to the Philly pen show for the primary purpose of finding the right 45. Yes. Love it. Aeneas says my favorite stationary item is the sailor pro gear slim Shikiori dragon palace. It's my first gold nib. And after 10 years in the fountain pens hobby, I've been dreaming about sailor pens for a long time. Finally decided to buy this pen as a gift to myself at the end of a very hard year of med school. Therefore, it has strong sentimental value to me. This pen is on my desk at all times. Just looking at it and writing notes with it lift my spirit during studying sessions. I could do a whole dissertation on this this statement on why we buy and use the things we do and why we get enjoyment from. So I, I appreciate that. Like This is a, con- a constant theme in, in what we're reading here. So I, I appreciate that. Uh, this is just between me and you. I have no idea what's happened to the format and of this document. I don't know yeah, why just, the colors have changed all of a sudden, but they have. Yep. So. I almost went to the wrong spot, but now I think yep. we're back on track. Are you good with this? Good. Yeah, it's just all reversed. Right. That's all. Yeah. I, I did a thing in Google Sheets where you can add like alternate lines, get different colors. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. so it makes it easier to read. And f- Mike for, did a really good job, by the way. I worked for like an hour on just formatting yeah. <laughs> this document. Mm-hmm. I manually added a row between every row. Yes, I had to yeah, right-click add a row for every single <laughs> thing. I was I was looking at this, going, "Oh boy, how much was this was manual and how much was this?" Automated? Most of it was and manual, and most of it was manual. For some reason, I the colors tell. have changed. I don't know why. Uh, mm-hmm. We're just gonna have to deal with that. Maybe I yep. can change it. We'll find out in a moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where am I? I'm up to Andrew 126. now. One twenty-six. No, you're on Ray. Oh yeah, one twenty-six. See, see how it messed me up. The colors Ray. change, but the tracking is correct. Ray Toffoletto says, my Opus 88 fountain pen paired with Ackerman Park Pop Purple. Ooh, that's fun to say. Because mm-hmm. 88 is the year of my birth, and I bought it on my birthday at Ackerman's shop in The Hague. Nice. The place where I got my first fountain pen a long time ago, and I was studying in Holland. 
number 16. <laughs> Andrew says, my favorite stationary item is a nib, one created by Ralph, Ralph Reyes, named the Epilogue and inspired by the work of Mr. Nagahara at Sailor. This is one of Ralph's earliest creations. It's a three-layered nib that writes an extra fine line when held normally, a wet quintuple broad when held in reverse. This nib has found its home in a coned giraffe, a pen that is capable of keeping up with how much ink this nib guzzles. This nib and other examples of Ralph's creations have inspired people around the world to create and innovate, to experiment with what a nib can do. To use it is exciting, just as exciting as seeing what those who follow in his footsteps dream up. I think I know who this Andrew is. Okay, so I'm up to number 128 here, right? Yeah. Correct. John Chow Seymour. Pilot Friction... 0.38 millimeter erasable pens. Brad said on the podcast once something like, you wouldn't want to write one of these unless you specifically needed an erasable pen. But that's the thing. I always need to erase. What do the rest of you even do when you make a mistake? Scribble <laughs> it out? My yeah. notes deserve better than to be filled with splotches. These pens have been a godsend, finally allowing me to take the notes the way I always wished I could, clean and color-coded. I really appreciate the energy in that. It's, that's good. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even need erasers on my pencils. That's, that's how much I erase. Kit says, clear Twisby Eco, what are you doing to me? I fixed the <laughs> formatting, all right? Leave me alone. I've been working on this. I just, all of the colors changed again in front of Brad's While eyes. While I'm reading, the whole thing shifted. <laughs> <laughs> and I still hadn't gotten that, that cough out of my throat. <laughs> Kit says, clear Twisby Eco with a Super 5 0.5 stub nib because it's the first nice pen I bought. I live in Australia. It's a $50 pen here. Plus, I learned I could swap the nib for another one, so the 05 stub is great. Just enough flare, but not too broad for my knee. Needlepoint gel loving self. Also, it's the one I'm about to pick up, pick back up and use because obviously it's the favorite pen I'm using. This comes from Hugh. Nice try getting me to say something like a Simpsons joke mm -hmm, there. Mm -hmm, nice try. Mm -hmm. I'm smarter than that. A medium Pelican M800 with Pelican India ink, which gives a thick, thick wet, black line. Pity that that ink doesn't seem to be available anymore. Anyone got any better inks for this pen? Hugh goes in yeah. the Rule Breakers Club. <laughs> David at Too Many Pelicans might know about that ink. Hi, guys. Happy 510 years. My favorite item of stationery is the Noodler's Ink Bay State Blue. Being an Aussie, I live in a place populated with dangerous animals, so I really appreciate a dangerous ink. I didn't know where that was going, and it went perfectly. Uh, Mark Hopkins. I love fountain pens since I was a kid, but I didn't truly go down the rabbit hole until I discovered Tomoe River Paper. It was then that I understood each pen's personality and felt my desire to explore ink. There isn't a perfect paper or pen. There is just time and experience and a love of the hobby. But some things make it real, and for me, that was Tomoe River Paper. Patrick says, The Pack-You, The Pen Addict Cinematic Universe. Yes. That's what keeps them going, Mike. The blog, the podcast, Twitch streams, Knock, RIP, Spoke, and the community around it. For me, one of the key things to enjoying a hobby is sharing with other people. And in some way, the pack you is great for that. I appreciate the sentiment. You are now on the list. Oh, Brad put you on that list. Yeah, Damn, the, the, nice the not nothing. I, mean, he I like know. I mean, he's he like, like, I consider Patrick like a good friend. Like, I know Patrick. I've met him. You've met him many times mm -hmm. at the Atlanta Pen Show. Mm -hmm. um, he is also on the not mentioning a product list. 
Sherbet says, The Parsons Essential Fountain Pen by Peter Ford, Mr. Pen UK. It was an invaluable tool for me while I wrote my doctoral thesis. Another one. Perfect mm. weight and fit for my hands <laughs> with dozens of nib grinds at 50 pounds approximately. I wish I was keeping a list of doctors now. Mm-hmm, but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Marte says, After trying other solutions, my Hobonichi A5 cousin has become my favorite. It meets all of my needs, a place to track my schedule, my to-dos, and enough space to write down my thoughts and notes. I need a one-journal system. I failed using a multiple notebook system of one for schedule and one for to-do list and one for journaling, and of course, that paper. Adam Turoff says, Needlepoint nibs like the Pilot Custom Heritage 912 PO or any of the great needlepoint nibs that modern nib grinders are making. All in the Nib by Damien Alomar, Custom Nib Studio, Gina Solorino, Franklin Christoph, Mike Masayama, Yukio Nagahara, and so forth. All the shout-outs there, Adam. Thank you. Hmm. Matthew, Mike's next favorite uh, entrant, Schaefer Sovereign Imperial Fountain Pen in Sterling Silver. That sounds kind of cool. Bettina. Uh, my journals. I started keeping a mostly daily journal in 2006 at the age of 17. I enjoy looking back through old books and remembering the time. For recent journals, I usually remember which was written in, what was written in which book. This is very useful when looking for receipts or figuring out our losses to the movies. However, my favorite book in, in the, is the Some Lines a Day Leuchtturm. Mm-hmm. Is that a product? Is that what it's called? It's called it's called Some Lines a Day. Yes, okay. that is the literal name. That's hard to when you're reading uh, it like that. Yes. <laughs> I've started for my I've started for my son one day prior to his birth when my water broke. The first year my husband and I enjoyed making up narratives about our days in the voice of our son. Hmm. My favorite line was Oh yeah. It's in German. I mm-hmm. the the translation is so I don't turn into an orange or something, uh, <laughs> which was which my husband wrote when we had to take our son outside to avoid newborn jaundice. Oh yeah. Now in the second year of his life in the book, I can read back to the same day one year prior when making an entry and relive past memories. That's super cool. I'm All not even these... sure what category to put Bettina in, honestly. Um, a category of awesomeness, Mike. That's the only mm, category Bettina belongs in. I think we're going to let them go then. <laughs> Chris Peters, my favorite fountain pen is my Twisby ALR 580 Prussian Blue. Again, with an EF nib, even though I have a Pilot Custom 74, black with gold trim, medium nib, I still use my 580 as my daily driver. I just love the ink capacity and how the steel nib is just so darn smooth. It just glides over paper. It's the smoothest writing experience I have and absolutely love it. My runner-up, uh-oh, it's my newly bought Mark 1. I'm hoping I can snag a Cortex one. Dang it, Chris. Butt kisser. When they come back in stock, but they are another amazing recommendation. I wouldn't have found without you guys. Keep up the awesome work and thank you. Chris entered two categories. What <laughs> 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 so to Chris. <laughs> Chuckle Stuff says, although I have many fountain pens that I love using, the one that means the most to me is my Black Pilot Metropolitan. It was a birthday gift from my daughters that I received just after I started getting into the hobby. I have bought and sold a lot of pens over the past few years, but I will never sell this pen. My daughters don't under- didn't understand my love of fountain pens, but they researched the top five lists on the Pen Addict and bought me a pen that they thought suited me. I don't use it very often, but I love it. It's more than just a pen. Congratulations to the two of you for making it to 500 episodes. Hoping for another 500. Very cool. Very cool. Sergio Z, my favorite stationary item as of episode 500 is my Binderwork Metal Edge Notebook. Why? 
As a why? critical care, yeah, why? As a critical care physician, the last 24 months have been the most challenging of my life. Since January 2020, I've answered the following three prompts on a daily basis. I will focus on, I will let go of, and I'm, I am grateful for. Mm. This practice has proven to be most healing and has allowed me to enjoy my fountain pens and inks. The binder work notebook ties it all together. Thanks, PA, for being a positive vibe for this tired soul every Wednesday. Well, thank you, Sergio Z, for being amazing. Josh M. says, My favorite stationary item is my Parker 51 teal and metal Luzraloy aromatic with a right italic fine nib. I understood about a- two of those words. <clears throat> Aerometric. Uh, Aerometric? Being a, fil- a filling system. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Filling system. Teal and metal. <laughs> this is one pen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is my second fountain pen and the second one I restored. Ah, it's it's a it's a vintage. Yeah. Now I know why I don't understand what Welcome. any of words mean. Right. We've done this five hundred times. L- look, come on, you know vintage <laughs> pens. I don't, I don't mess with. I took two broken fifty ones from eBay and made one working pen from them. I have no idea how the nib became a right italic, but I love it that way. It has a mismatched body and has some character. It's a matchy-matchy of my favorite ink, Watermore Mysterious Blue. It inspired me to dive deep into the stationary rabbit hole, and I use it every day. All right. 19. Geo. Geo. (laughs) Geo says, my Lamy Studio Blue with extra fine nib because it got me into the hobby. It was a leaving present from my colleagues on my last day at my previous job. I also liked writing with my old fountain pen, which is why they gave me one. But the Salami Studio made me realize what difference a good fountain pen can make. So I took an interest in the fountain pens, and the interest turned into a hobby. Congratulations, Brad and Mike, with 10 years and 500 episodes. I wish you many more episodes in the years to come. If you wish to win your own Lamy Studio, you can go to penchalet.com, click the wow. radio podcast link on the button, type in the word pen addict, and there's a giveaway for five sets of pens and inks, including your very own Lamy Studio. That's incredible. That's some vertical integration there. That wasn't <laughs> even that. It's just Brad going rogue. Jack Bulkley, it is close but I would choose my Ryan Crusack legend made from teak that I sent him. The teak was from the deck of the USS North Carolina battleship. Whoa. Damn, son. Cool. All right. I'm, I'm happy yeah. we got a Crusack in here, actually. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice, nice. And uh, big big thoughts out to Ryan, who's going through some some tough back stuff right now. So I hope he gets all, gets all squared away here soon and I hope to see him on the road uh, before too long. Annabelle Lee Enriquez, my favorite is the Blackwing Volume 155, the one with the Bauhaus design. I used my favorite Blackwing soft lead in the design, but the first time, black eraser clip is perfect. I bought the volume set of red, blue, and yellow gold pencil caps, and Mari sad knowing that one day I will use up all the pencils in the box. Well, Annabelle, if you need some more, shoot me an email, and I will send you mine. This comes from Kelly. My favorite stationery uh, is my blue, my blue Pilot Vanishing Point Decimo in brushed blue. Part of what makes it special is the medium nib uh, that Mark Backer stubbed for me. The small amount of line variation makes my handwriting a bit more elegant, even when I scribble scratch. A second part is the knock sound that I can't uh, lose... Oh, it's the second part. It's the knock sound, and I can't lose the cap because mm-hmm. you know there there isn't a cap. The third mm-hmm. part is the grip uh, is close to the writing surface and just the right size for my small hands. Lastly, the pesky clip placement actually uh, idiot proofs the pen for me, <laughs> as I never have to worry about which side or edge I try to write with. Thanks for all you do, and I'm glad Dana Stevens uh, mentioned you a very long time ago. 
Super, super awesome. Super smart. Joel, my favorite stationary item is the Pilot Custom 823 with the transparent barrel, which is always inked with one of Brad's favorites, Pilot Oroshizuku Shinkai. It's a fantastic writer and a level of pen that I never imagined I would own, but I was able to obtain for a reasonable price from a member of the Pen Addict Slack. Using it reminds me of the generosity and kindness of the entire Pen Addict community. A huge thanks to Brad and Mike for bringing us all together. I'm going to let this one go. Mm-hmm. 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 I-, I agree. That's Isaac Weintraub. This is one of the most challenging questions someone could ask. <laughs> Let's see if you rose to the challenge, Isaac. Here we go. Here we go. How I many lists say, will you be on? I would say that my favorite stationary item is the blank page. I know that at its face, my response seems very abstract in general, but hear me out. No, Isaac, someone already did this. Yeah, we have one for paper. <laughs> we have a vote for paper. <laughs> when confronted with a challenging task that you can't solve in your head, you go to the blank page to visualize or record your thoughts. The blank page is used to draft ideas and communicate to others. It can be used to leverage the work of others and can be used to compose a symphony. But why not ink? Why not the pen or pencil? Because the page is used as literally the canvas upon which the most important ideas are presented. It is the backdrop that is mundane in its appearance. It's not the focus, but rather the foundation for thought. Isaac is a big thinker, Brad. Uh, uh, Isaac right now in my head is standing uh, behind a podium at a high school gymnasium. Here's my TED talk. The red velvet carpet. It's Uh beautiful. I love it. This it is represents great. Keep going. opportunity in strife. Imagine the writer struggling to get the first word down or the artist drawing the first line. In my own career, I have faced my nemesis, the blank page. Mm. It has forced me to release my thoughts and to make a statement. Every day is wasted when I leave the blank the page blank. Over the Oof. past eight years, I never saw myself becoming a writer, filling the thousands of blank pages as I have done over the years. That provided an opportunity to help and inspire others. So I say, look to the paper, whiteboard, tablet, or napkin with any marking instrument handy. The blank page is my favorite. He might be going on your list, but this is great. Oh, without like, a shadow of a doubt, Brad. Every day is wasted when I leave the page blank. I like it. Okay. I mean, he's on your list, but that, yeah. I, I like it. Good job, Isaac. All right, B. AKA Boots and Berry, my pilot vanishing point fountain pens. I only own two Stripes and Rodden Stripes model. Stripes was my first gold nib fountain pen that I got on my birthday, while Rodden Stripe carried all the memories when I progressed in my career and at the same time I wrote in the memories in my journal before my loved ones passed away. Number 20 on the rule breaker list was B. <laughs> I didn't even think about it, but. Dang it. Yeah, you're right. And now we are on to response 150 of 278. Michael DeLeon says... We're tracking. We're tracking. We're tracking something. As of now, my Estabrook Sea Glass, because I can't help to keep looking, but keep looking at it. And I just ordered a custom 74 in teal that could change the order. Not co A5 craft dot dash notebooks are my favorite notebooks that I love writing. And luckily... I have a small stash left, and Oster Blue Water Ice is my favorite ink. Michael, you, <laughs> you're one of the most egregious rule breakers so far. And if you're interested in Esterbrook Sea Glass, go to our friends at penchalet.com nice. and click. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But no, Esterbrook Sea Glass, specific pen is on the list. Peter says, Twisby Eco in white. I used it, or rather four of them, all white, all fine nibs, as my reset pen. 
I went through a patch about 12 months ago where it felt like any fountain pen I used, regardless of brand, struggled in some way. Either it would skip or wouldn't write normally on reliable paper or inks would look washed out and I'd struggle to read my notes. I was growing frustrated with the hobby as it was becoming a chore to get working tools, let alone exciting ones. So I repurposed my pen budget to invest in four Twisby Ecos in white, white to avoid any self-imposed pressure around mm. ink barrel color matching. Nice. Nice. And ink them up with four favorite inks. There's an asterisk here. Uh-oh. Because of the Twisby Eco's general reliability and simplicity, I had a couple of weeks of stress-free writing where things just worked. I, it removed the disappointment I was feeling about this hobby, and I got back into habits I find helpful. Journaling, thinking on paper, etc. I brought in other pens again over time, and I'm back to experimenting and enjoying the variety. But it's nice to know the Twisby Ecos are there if I ever need them again. Twisby Eco had been in my collection previously, but it plays a special role now. Here you go, Mike. Asterisk. Those four inks, if you're curious. Mike was very curious. Oh, I am. KWZ Blue Black, Pilot Orochizuku Yuyaki, Diamine Green Black, and Diamine Earl Grey. Good range. Number 22. On the list. Again, the live track. Uh, we have a lot of live people listening live. They're suggesting that I may have missed someone, but that's just the <laughs> way it goes. That will account for the one that we disagreed on earlier on, I guess. <laughs> okay. So I say we're at twenty-two. I have a that's that's what I I'm, my list is the official list. If you count twenty-three out there, well, unfortunately, I'm the list holder. So <laughs> we'll have a re-audit. No, um, I don't know. <laughs> Michael G. Us. Ellis, the Hippo Noto Journal, just a great mm-hmm. book. Five hundred pages of Tomoe River made well. Various cover colors offered, bookmark cloths, writing pad. It's amazing for me. All right, Skip says, I have had the privilege of owning some lovely, inexpensive pens from Lamy, Conid, Pilot, and others. They were all great, but at the end of the day, I decided to downsize, simplify, and go with just two pens that represented, at least to me, the essence of a fountain pen, the barrel and the section, the feed, the nib, and let's not forget the ink. The two pens are for everyday mm-hmm. use: the mo- the Moonman <laughs> the Moonman C one, <laughs> and for traveling, the Opus eighty eight Demonstrator. <laughs> the thing I like about both these pens is they live up to that essence. All of the components are clearly visible. Everything is simple and not overly engineered, except for the shutoff valve in the Opus to provide some comfort and safety on twenty four hour flights and bumpy bus rides and raging heat. Simplicity prevails. My daily pen, the Moonman C1, is as simple as it gets, but it looks great, works flawlessly, and represents the basic elements of a fountain pen. It is beyond simple to clean and care for, and is also priced in a way that it's affordable. I understand, by the way, there's been some con- controversy, Mike, about the design of the controversy? C1. Controversy? <laughs> is it plagiarized? <laughs> While I respect IP rights, in this case, perhaps there is not clarity as to where or within the whom or where or with whom the design originated. Finally, now that my FOMO has ended and I've landed on two pens, is this the Caveco issue? Uh, yes and no. It's all kind of lumped into one overhanging Moonman issue. Okay. Finally, now that my FOMO has ended, I have landed on two pens. I spend a lot more time truly enjoying podcasts like yours and all the wonderful stationary-related blogs without the pressure of wondering what my next purchase might be. I now enjoy every pen you discuss vicariously and happily. Susanna. I scribbled my way through a Yamamoto Cosmic Air notebook in January of a Prussian blue Twisby 580 ALR inked with rubber Oster soda pop <laughs> blue. And yes, it was heavenly. Now, Susanna. Okay, okay. Susanna. Like, look. Come on. This is now. a great reply. It is, like, Susanna. But look, Brad, look. There's three things there. <laughs> and what I'm not clear about from Susanna's answer is if these are Susanna's favorite things ever. Or if it's I just feel favorite like things they are. of January. 
I mean, I feel you know? like they're the favorite things ever. I mean, Prussian Twisby Blue is like a repeat offender in this list yep. for all the good reasons. Great band. Like, it's got to be the greatest. Ever. All yeah, of this stuff great. sounds awesome, but there's three things there, you know? So I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> All right, I'm going a, I'm to a read this next one. It says, Karen, I'm a nice one, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I just, I feel so sad for people with uh, the name no. Karen, you know? We love you, Karen. We love you, Karen. Congratulations on your 500th show, and thanks for all the work you do. I was given a silver medal body paper mate pin the Christmas before I started my last two years of high school. It was the first pin I purchased refills for, so I was able to make it exactly what I wanted. I used it for every class, every assignment, every essay, and every test. I would joke with my mom that it was the pen that knew everything because it literally had done all of my learning with me. I used it for high school graduation tests and then took it with me became, when I became an exchange wow. student in Japan. That's, That's cool. cool. I continued to use it to write letters home and took it with me when I climbed Mount Fuji. Whoa! There's a shop at the top, and I got my trusty pen out to write on a postcard I'd purchased and somehow left it there. At first, I was devastated oh. because I couldn't exactly oh, no. <laughs> I couldn't exactly pop back up and get it. But then I realized that if I was going to lose an amazing pen, that was a fitting place to lose it. Yeah, that pen started on me started me on my love of stationery, and I still remember it with much fondness. Some thirty two years later, That's yeah. Cool. If you just left it in the hotel room, you wouldn't remember it this way. Yeah, you yeah. know. Honestly, yep. that might have been the best result for that pen is True. for it to be it left lived a in good this, life. like great way. Carl Goronowski. Pilot multi-body, a multi-pen body, the high-tech C Kalito. I love to have many colors on hand at one time. I am always excited to use them. Cheap enough that I can lose them. Useful enough that I will leave other pens at home and use just this one. It's cool. All right. Yeah. Chris Orff, my favorite stationary item is my custom-made Rango fountain pen. It is short and fat and made with three different colors of sensuous ebonite. It has a delightful steel Yovo 0.5 millimeter cursive metallic nib, custom ground by nib magician Mark Backus. How's that mock it's shout my, out? Mm-hmm. It's my daily driver, and I love it more each day for every additional scratch, stain, and increment of wear polish. This comes from Zach. Oh, man. Now, Zach, come on. Straight on the list. Go. I'm going to bend the rule and tell my favorite <laughs> functional pen and my favorite sentimental pen. My favorite functional pen is a Sailor Pro Gear Azure with a medium nib. It feels so good in my hand and writes perfectly to my taste. My favorite sentimental pen is a recent pen that my spouse gave me. It's a wooden ballpoint with my name on it that was given on our ninth wedding anniversary. When I rotate my fountain pen out, the wooden pen is always with me. Very nice sack, but you're going on the list. So that's yeah. up to, by my count, Man. 25. Here's no, a thing, Brad, that no I just thought. No sentimentality w- at all. When I read but... this, I imagine there are a number of listeners who know what's coming for them now, <laughs> which I enjoy. I had this that... thought. I was like, oh, there are people <laughs> that are like, oh, no. There's a bunch of oh, no's out there right now. <laughs> Still like a little over 100 oh, no's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is fun. This is why we did this. All right, Mark Montgomery. A Pentel P207 with Pentel P205 guts and the clip slid almost halfway down the barrel. Let me explain. Wow, <laughs> Mark. <laughs> wow. My dad my dad passed away six months ago. We could not have been more different. He was a hunter and I'm vegetarian. He was a structural engineer and I can't do math, which is why <laughs> I'm an environmental lawyer. He wore a bright green Carhartt, Carhartt pocket tee and relaxed fit LL Bean, LL Bean jeans every day. And I wear all black and skinny jeans. We voted differently (laughs) but one thing we shared was our love of stationery and my love for pens and pencils and paper came from using his engineering tools as a child 
He carried the blue-bodied P207, yes, in his shallow-pocketed T-shirt every day, which is why he had to slide the clip down the barrel so the tip wouldn't poke through the bottom. I used to carry my black-barreled P205 every day in the pocket of my black flannel. flannel uh, oh, in, my, in the pocket of my black flannel. Ample room, clip in normal place. When he died, my two brothers and I each took one of his pencils from his drawing board. My handwriting is exactly like my dad's, block architect style, but mine is much smaller, even smaller than yours, Brad. Luckily, the internal mechanism of the Pentel Sharps are interchangeable, facts, to accommodate my smaller writing style. So now I carry a blue-barreled P205 for every day for my love of stationery and my dad. Thanks for 500. Here's to 9,500 more. Wow, we're going to 10,000. I like the story a lot from Mark. Good stuff, Mark. That's That's cool. That's really nice. All right, so Jeff M. says, My red pilot vanishing point with broad architect nib grind from Custom Nib Studio. My fiance got it for me for my 30th birthday, and I loved it. The metal kathunk, the weight, the sense of purpose when deploying it like a tool that can do some literary damage. <laughs> I let her borrow it, and she carried it clipped to her jeans pocket tip up. Then she sat down, <laughs> partially mm-hmm. knocked it, while sitting down and smooshed the nib. Mm-hmm. She was more devastated than me. After sending it to Gina for a repair and regrind, I used that vanishing point, appreciating my fiance and how her enthusiasm in trying to get into fountain pens pushed me further in with nib grinds. It's in my top three permanent keepers. Great story. That's awesome. Awesome. Dina says, Monteverde one-touch tool pen. As an engineer, this pen has been an absolute gem. That's a good all-arounder. Mm-hmm. Fiddle twist. Is it cheating to say, uh-oh, that my current favorite stationary item is, quote, maker pens? I have fallen mm-hmm. into the rabbit hole of independent makers on Instagram, and I don't want to get out. It's a long way from a 1970s Schaefer no-nonsense, my first fountain pen, but I'm fascinated by what they're doing, and I want to say one of each, please. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, we all, uh, it is not wrong to say that. It no. is wrong for this. Uh, so you are going into <laughs> the people who suggested no products list there, uh, Fiddle Twist, but I strongly encourage that you get one of those maker pens because yes. they're great. I love maker yes. pens. Yes. Luke says, I never owned it, but there was a red quill pen for sale at the museum when I was a kid. It wasn't very good quality or anything, but I saw it and wanted it so badly. Eventually, years later, I saw a nice pen in a store and I bought it because of that memory. That's why I'm a pen fan now. Hmm. I don't know about this one. I'm going to let it go, I think. All right. All right. You're 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 the arbiter. I do have one protest lodged. But uh, you were you were the arbiter of uh, of the list, so uh, I will let your decision stand in this case. Yep, Larry Kirby, Nakaya Long Cigar in Kuro Tamanure with a soft, fine nib feels great in the hand, looks amazing, and the nib sings and fits my handwriting perfectly. I never say uh, pen uh, nibs sing as much as I do with Nakayas; they just sing. Mm-hmm. Stefano El Ombre. My blue and white Pilot Kakuna is my first fountain pen, and I still use it all the time. It's pretty, it's easy to clean, and even after I switched from cartridges to bottled ink, it served me very well. I wish Pilot would make more colors of it, though, and I also think it'd be nice if I could buy standalone nibs with a smiley face. Uh, yeah, right. But I only want those things because I love it so much. Super, I wish they would do that. Correct. You would use that on more, They're not, like, more of their nibs. Yep. The little smiley face so cute. Paul Atreides says, Atreides, my favorite stationary item is my finger in this. Get out of town, Paul. I'm <laughs> starting again. My this favorite is a stationary this item is, is my finger in the list. sand. I always have it with me. You don't always have sand with you, though, do you? And in the rough world of Canley? 
Yeah. It's really nice to be able to erase a message instantly of my foot. What is Canley a place? Maybe. Okay. Not a familiar. You have to be careful not to be eaten by a sandworm <laughs> while you write, though. So it's best to be concise. Is this some kind of like? Is mm. this a? Is this a reference? Is this Dune? Oh, maybe. I you see, know. Paul got through this one because I would have taken ah. this out. Paul, <laughs> you're going in the. Well, just just wait. I I get another easy one, and then you get to lean into. Yeah, no, I uh, left this one in one. purposely, though. Okay, so yeah. let me read uh, from Mickey Gottlieb. But can Blanc. I just say, Brad, just yeah, before yeah, yeah. you start, mm-hmm. if you're a Dune fan and you're like opening Twitter right now and be like, ah, dude, like, we d- look, we don't all like <laughs> what you like, all right? I'm not interested. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Is this Dune? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mickey Gottlieb, the Mont Blanc Star Walker fountain pen, writes wonderfully, and most importantly, a birthday present for my wife of 53 years. Wow, that's awesome. Congratulations. All right. This All one right, comes Mike. in from Will <laughs> Idyllic. This is titled Favorite Stationery. This, this is my good friend, my good friend Nicholas. He also emailed me this. My favorite bits of stationery change each day, and there are many. Pencils, paper, ink, pen cases, fountain pens from far-off places, bottles, stands, and colors pleasant, aluminum, and resin. Now you say, one must I choose, then fountain pens will be my muse. I love the flow and flex and feel that makes each word I write so real. With celluloid surroundings then, I have much more than just a pen. The look, the depth, the touch, the smell, because the sense I know so well. 500 times, 500 reasons, pen addiction through the seasons. All stationary is sublime in medium, in bold, and fine. What is that? It's very good. <laughs> Take number 11 on the people who suggested no products list. <laughs> But you did you did create a poem, so I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Okay, one sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, I know my my spreadsheet is jumping. Okay, it's hard Josh because says, of the yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so much yeah. bigger than the rest. And of it's them. it's written that was written in uh like a, a poetry poetry format. Right? Yeah. Um, so it's a very long post. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite item, uh, sorry, this is from Josh. My favorite item is my Schaefer Snorkel Statesman. That is really difficult to say. In pastel blue with a fine PDAG. I don't know what that means, Mike. Triumph nib. <laughs> I so don't feel so bad. Either. Don't uh, Palladium agronomist triumph nib is what I'm going to go with. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't usually like vintage <laughs> pens, but if my house burned down, I'd save this pen first. It's special to me because of the engineering behind it and the journey I took to acquire it. It's elegant, timeless, comfortable, and reliable, and it makes my handwriting look amazing. It took me over a year to hunt down the exact model I wanted, but I found it down, down to the ratio of the metals in the nib and new old stock to boot. It's wow. a pen that, for my use case, has no flaws. Really nice. AG is silver, says it is good. Okay, what's PD? Palladium. Okay. I don't know, I made that up. You said it. Uh, yeah. Adam P says, first, congrats on 10 years and 500 episodes. I'm an avid pencil user, both classic. Class- classic wood and mechanical. When it comes to wood pencils, there is nothing better than a black wing pearl for me. This was the first high-end pencil I bought, and to this day, always have at least one within reach. The smoothness of the pencil on paper makes writing fun, and I love the smells I sharpen them. Uh-oh, if I'm not using a black wing, I will always have a Musgrave Tennessee Red in my hand. I have never come across a better smelling pencil, and I find them to be a joy to use. With both of these pencils, whenever I give them to someone to use, I very rarely get them back. 
lost because I did say I use mechanical pencils as well. The Rotring 600 <laughs> in 5mm. I always have a few on my desk with different leads ready to go. A Rotring 600 before 4B lead is a perfect combo. Drafting pencils have a special place in my heart. My father was a draftsman and they were the, they were the only pencils I was allowed to use growing up. If you guys ever want to talk mechanical pencils or lead holders, let me know. Congratulations and looking forward to what's next. Nice. What's next is that you go it, on the rule breakers what's list. Next is oh, <laughs> the owl and the octopus. It would have to be a Lloyd's Term 1917 notebook. I hate to name drop a company. That That's literally what this show is about. That's all we do. <laughs> but I find myself always carrying one of their pocket notebook sketchbooks. And my commonplace book and planner is their new 120G notebook, which goes with me in my backpack. I don't mind using any marking make any marking making tool to draw and write with but for me i need a book with decent paper to handle almost all the tools and me setting a beer on coffee on or or coffee on top of it these books seem to withstand my abuse that's why i recommend them so much Hmm. they handle all the things and are good for beer or coffee coasters Sam says, Iroshizuku Konpeki. It's so pretty, but I can still use it for serious business and no one bats an eye. One of my yeah. favorite inks for that reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, com. Enter the code <laughs> Pen Addict. There is a uh, Konpeki entry in there as well. Oh, in the, it's, in the giveaway? It's with one of the pens. As it with the, I forget which pen. Maybe the Lamy Studio I put it with. I can't remember. Mm. Tom Keekley says, my favorite is a now vintage auto point twin point mechanical pencil. It was on my dad's desk his whole life, and I keep it on mine. Those are cool, classic pencils. Love it. Uh, my next comes from John M. I bought an oversized gray pearl Schaefer balance from the person who got me into vintage fountain pens. I had just bought my first Lamy Safari when I found out that there was a vintage restorer in my small college town. We met up at a bar and he showed me a bunch of vintage pens. I walked away with an ever sharp skyline that day, but I was fascinated by the much more expensive balance. After I published my first academic article, I bought the balance from him. It has an aftermarket clip. I guess makes it more. Uh, it has an aftermarket clip that I guess makes it more of a user. But that's what's so special about it. It's a pen for writing, a tool. My friend was a writer as well. When I bought the pen, he told me to write something good of it. He's since passed away, and the pen is a reminder of a good friend who was eager to share his knowledge with someone new to the hobby. All right, Ellis says, I was very excited to learn that Filofax has a notebook which lies flat and allows additional pages with an elastic divider. Very nice, Ellis, very uh, efficient. Uh, A different Colin. Well, I didn't say this. This is what this person says. The Pilot Plumix or Metro Stub so I can write uh, the Pilot Plumix or Metro Stop so I can write fancy. It has line, nice line variation while still fairly fine, which is a rare combination. Also, learning to make historical inks like Iron mm. Gall is a fun project. This Mega is, uh, underrated nibs. Mm-hmm. Pilot Plumix or five, Metro Stubs. 15, 20, 27. <laughs> <laughs> Dreidel. Red Montegrappa. Monte. Grappa, fine nib with Robert Oster Tranquility Inc. Great pen, better pen name. And you're on the list, apparently. Um, I don't know. I've let some of the ink ones go. The combos? I'm going to let that one go. All right, good. You've been letting those go. Good some of you. the inks I let go. It, it kind of depends how the person introduces it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's the pen, and it happens to have this ink. Yeah. This is Pantel. not me, by the way. This, this next is from one. Brad. 
Mm-hmm. I could answer this. Pentel Energel 0.5 and 0.7 because it's the perfect pen for lefties who don't want ink all over their hand when trying to write. I'm also going to let this one go. Yeah, totally. And we totally. are now on the final stretch. We have 100 more to go. All right. We've done 178, so it's time we can for do a break. This. It's time all for right. a, Well, we're going to do it. Uh, it just, I don't know how long I'm it's going to take. I'm just pumping myself up, pumping myself up. All Mike. right. This episode is brought to you by Harry's. 2022 is the year to break up with old routines. If your old razor isn't giving you the shave you deserve, break things off and switch to Harry's. Brad, why should people switch to Harry's razors? Because they have the best blades ever. Yeah. I need to order some new blades. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I go through them quickly, mind you. It's because I use that they last so long, I actually forget that I need to order because I never think I have to order blades because they just last that long and give such a, a great shave and they are just absolutely perfect. The best thing uh, that I've ever done for myself in a long time. Look at that. New customers can redeem a Harry's trial set for just $3 when you go to harrys.com slash penaddict. Harry's delivers a close, comfortable shave at a fair price. Still as low as just $2 per blade, Brad. So when you do need to refill, it's not going to be expensive for you. Harry's blades are designed to stay sharper longer. In a recent study, people who shaved four times a week said their eighth shave was as smooth as their first. Harry's is giving their best offer to listeners of this show. New Harry's customers can redeem a a starter set. You get a five-blade razor, a weighted handle, foaming shave gel with aloe, and a travel cover to protect your blades when you're on the go. That is a $13 value for just $3. There's truly never been a better time to try Harry's. So go to harrys.com slash penaddict to try Harry's today. Our thanks to Harry's for the support of this show and Relay FM. Next one. Mike, you know this guy. Jonathan Brooks says, my favorite stationary hey. item would have to be my stacks of used Rodeo pads from previous pen shows. Every customer or even potential customer will use one of my pens to test while at my oh. table during a show. Most of the time, it's a signature or ABCs, but there are also personal notes left to me by my pen friends. Almost like a yearbook at the end of the school year because we may not see each other till next year's show. It's heartwarming to flip through these pages and see thoughtful words that were left for me, whether it's something about me or my work. I treasure each and every one of them. That's note one of my self, favorites. Note to self, write dirty things on yep. Jonathan's book the Gonna next time I see him. do that next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's one of my favorites. I love <laughs> yeah. that. I really love that. And Jonathan's a great friend of the show. Uh, by the way, if you were to ask me what my favorite is, I act, I was mm-hmm. thinking about this earlier. Don't, uh, 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 uh. don't, right. don't, don't enter. We're going to do a segment on our own next episode. Ah, look we at you. Have been Mr. Asked. Content we have, over here. Well, me, we have been asked, well, okay. if you're making us do this, uh, what is yours? How are you right. going to answer it? And we're going to see how many lists you're going to be on, Michael Hurley. That's no, right. I, I, I called I, you out. Well, I know how to do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 180 comes from Tom. My not code to Lula from the 2018 Kickstarter. It might not be as exciting as a fancy fountain pen, but no matter what pens or pencils I'm using at the time, it's their home and comes with me on my travels along with a little stock of business cards and a 15 centimeter ruler. It's the perfect companion in my work bag. Great colorway, that one. Mm -hmm. Derek Bolton says, Traveler's Notebook. It's flexibility and setup and use. That is a legit great answer because it is a very small answer, but a very broad application. Love it. 
Sherry says, tough question, but when I pull out my Nanami writer's notebook and it falls open to a new page, it ticks all the boxes. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. creamy Tomoe River paper invites me to scan my fountain pens and consider my ink options, knowing each combination is going to look and feel great when I start writing. The feel of the pen, the character of each nib, and the sheen, shading, and color of inks. A session with my writer's notebook incorporates a lot of the good stuff in stationery, and the anticipation is as good as the experience. Ah, Really good, really good. Toasty Treat says, my Sailor Cross Concord. It was an anniversary gift from my husband and has been customized with Rodden and Arushi from Bocamundo. So not only does it write beautifully, but it's also gorgeous and has a ton of sentimental value. And I personally drool every time Toasty Treat brings it out on stream. And I have to see this pen. It is glorious. Jesse. My favorite pen is the Orange Pilot Custom Heritage 91 that my mother perched for me at the Ginza location of the Itoya Stationery Store in Tokyo during a visit to Japan for my brother's wedding. Great pen and what a store. Mm, jealous. One day, jealous. Right, one day. One day. Martin Christensen says, Diamine Ancient Copper. It's one of my first bottles of inks that's not blue or black. And I bought it just to get free shipping. There's a lot of wonderful ink out there, but this one speaks to me because it almost seems to glow on the page like smoldering embers. Unrelated, am I the only one who can't read the name Pen Addict without immediately making the jump to Pen Addict Cumberbatch? Pen Addict. Um, Pen Addict. Pen Addict yeah. Cumberbatch. Um, Pen Addict Cumberbatch. Mm. Deborah, mm-hmm. my narwhal fountain pen. My brother gifted it to me, and I absolutely love it. Nice, nice. Philip. At Pens and Gaming, here's a shocking answer, if you know Philip, Conid Bulk Filler. This is my perfect pen for me, and I could barely do better than if I was designing a pen myself. I love the design aesthetic with its flat ends, large shape, and modern look. I have a Delrin one and a Demonstrator and love both. Another thing I love is these two pen bodies. Uh, with these two pen bodies, I can switch in all kinds of nibs. I've used Sailor King of Pen nibs, Mont Blanc 149 nibs, and many more. This allows these two pens to never feel old to me. Yeah, okay, you, you write... ruined it at the end. I, was, yeah. I didn't notice that there was a second pen going in there. So you could have gone away with the, that, it's, Philip. It's the singular coned bulk filler shape yeah. in two separate materials. Uh-huh. Well, you said two pens. I don't know what, you know, you you, you, you basically you snitched on yourself. Richard says, <laughs> Mont Blanc Meisterstruck platinum-coated fountain pen, uh, 149 medium nib. It was a 10-year anniversary gift from my wife. Whatever, Whenever I use it, I feel like the pen wants me to be doing something profound, <laughs> like signing the Declaration of Independence, or at least making my journaling that little bit more meaningful. It makes me want to set higher goals. <laughs> nice. Brandon Newell, Namisu Nova Titanium with an Anderson Pens Yovo EF nib in the Bach housing. Both can take a beating if I damage the nib. Easily replaceable. Diamine Blood Orange, good for editing. Making notes, dark enough to sign documents. P.S. When are the Pen Attic Yovo EF nibs coming? So that's pretty funny. I should look into that. Goes on the list? No! Yes, I've decided. No. Yeah, I decided <sighs> this one goes on the list. Protests. That's my Because it's not protest. with. It's just like an extra. Right? The way it's written? I don't know. Look, I think it's with. Look, I don't make the rules. Uh, Devin <laughs> says, I'm enjoying my Cortex Subtle Notebook with my Retro 51 Leap Pen, along with a tactile turn zirconium glider. Now, look, you're, obviously, you're, you're going to leave this. Mm-hmm. Goes in my favorites list. Yeah, right? go ahead. But also goes in the rule breaker list. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Go up to 30 now. <laughs> 
Joe says, hi, guys. Happy 500th. I really enjoy your podcast. The pin that got me into collecting was the Parker Dual Fold Centennial Big Red. It's 100 years old and still kicking. In addition to writing beautifully, it has an incredible history, much of which can be easily found on the web. For example, the original Dual Fold was advertised as non-breakable, as evidenced by it surviving a 3,000-foot fall from an airplane. The Dual Fold was endorsed by none other than Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. According to the Sherlock Holmes Society of London, Doyle wrote several several of the latter Holmes stories with it. What more could you want from a pen, Mike? Congratulations, Joe. This comes from Tony Gerhardt. I have a custom-made fountain pen from Chesapeake Pen Co. Uh, I have been a Maker's Mark bourbon ambassador since 2009. I have bottles of bourbon with my name on them, and they've made several pilgrimages to Kentucky with only the intent to spend the day at the distillery. One day, scrolling through Instagram, I saw a wood pen with the distinct red wax color of my beloved bourbon brand. I read the caption and found out that not only is the color an exact match on purpose, but the wood is reclaimed from the barrels used during the aging process. Mm. Oh, man, how cool to find that, right? Like, just randomly. <laughs> yeah. I immediately messaged Chesapeake Penco and expressed my deepest desire to add one to my collection. It took a while, but after all the materials were gathered, the pen shape and nib size were determined my pen was created. I would have been ecstatic of a color-matched pen, but I was blown away by the quality, attention to detail, and personal care that was taken. My ambassador number was engraved on the pen. Super cool. And I also received an additional piece of engraved barrel with my name and ambassador number on it for my desk. And finally, in the exquisite packaging was a heartfelt and personal letter. All of this elevated this from just another pen purchase to an experience that defines my love for this pen, this community, and my collection. Love that story. Love that story. All right, OSU Aaron, you surprised me with this one. The Esterbrook SD oversized Rocky Top fountain pens, uh, Rocky Top fountain pen holds the title of my favorite pen. This was the first diamond cast resin pen I owned, and as an Oklahoma State University grad, the orange and white with a little gray shimmery colorway is perfect for me. At the amazing writing experience of the journaler nib and the wonderfully comfortable size, and this pen becomes more dear to me than pens I own that are three times the price, which mm. he means specifically Aurora, which I th- I thought he was certainly list because he's an Aurora cool. super fan. That's very cool. The good puns, Estes. Mm-hmm. Eugenuity says, Waterman Charleston Fountain Pen gave me a reason to keep writing my PhD thesis. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so stupid on today's episode. <laughs> Like, what have you done great. in your life? Uh, spoke for three hours reading a list. Oh, <laughs> I'm a doctor of penology. Uh-huh. Greg says, I'm stuck. I can't pick a favorite. However, Let's hope you do, Greg. However, I can mention my favorite pen today. It's a Burgundy Mont Blanc 22 with a factory OBB nib. I got into this hobby in 1999 and a few years later as an administrator from Penn State who became my, uh, as an administrator from Penn State who became my pen sensei. The main lesson was, it's the nib. Everything else is secondary. This pen's nib is a writer's dream. Patrick C. says, It has to be my Sailor Pro Gear Slim Fountain Pen, the Grony Limited Edition, with an extra fine nib. I heard you both talking about it on the show. Uh, um, denied about getting it, uh, but didn't, as I was a skint PhD student yeah, at the time, of course. <laughs> Let's go. Mike, my, Mike, I said my own name. My wonderful <laughs> now fiance bought it for me as an engagement gift <laughs> that I take with me everywhere in my William Hanna pocket notebook. A cheeky second item. Oh, Uh-oh. Patrick. Uh-oh. I was going to let you cheekiness. go, Patrick, but you put that it in there. cheekiness will cost you. Her favorite cocktail is a Negroni, so it really hits a special spot for me. Thank you, 
Kansu. Jensu? Is that? Jensu. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, Jan Blatchford. Paste. Paste or yawn. My Platinum 3770 Borgone with a medium nib. It was the fourth pen I got after reading about it on the Pen Addict. I have periods of using other pens, but I always go back to this one as it's the old reliable for me. I use Diamine Burgundy Royal in it to match the color of the pen, which also has become one of my favorite colors to write with. You see now, you, you, you threw that part in there. You wouldn't have said that. You would have got away with it. No, you, you, you no, let some of these go. No, but I know I do, but not always. And this isn't uh. one letting this one go. Because you see, look, it's like I don't just, <laughs> oh, and I use this ink in it. I use this ink in it, which is my favorite ink. You see, you couldn't just have one, you know? Jacob says the Lamy <laughs> Vista. It's my gateway. It was my gateway into this wonderful fountain pen hobby. Do a whole episode on the Vista. Hilda says, a vintage pencil. Sorry, I know it's a pen podcast because it has history and I'm saving it from the landfill. Perfect. Phil A says, a Pilot 74 with soft, fine nib that I received recently. No regrets in buying my first Japanese gold nib fountain pen after about seven years on and off of penabling via your awesome show. Great. Good choice. Good choice. Andrew S. Guess what, Mike? The Twisby Diamond 580 ALR Prussian Blue with a 1.1 millimeter stub nib. as many Prussian Blues as PhD Mm -hmm. students. (laughs) This pen is close to my favorite color. I love the large ink capacity. It shows off my Pilot Orochizuku Siuro ink. The writing experience is both exquisite and fun. Often I find myself making loops and doodles in my notebooks just for the comfort and joy. Bridget, if I had to pick just one item, that was the rule, so it would be the Pilot <laughs> Precise V5RT. The cap version was one of the first pens I truly fell in love with, but the retractable version is just about perfect for me. I love the needlepoint, the click, the design, and especially the liquid ink. It's a great pen. Uh, it I've been is. trying to find um, a fountain pen equivalent of that shade of blue for ages. It's just one of those pens I always want to have around. Thank you for doing this. Congratulations to Brad and Mike on 500 episodes. Thank you, Bridget. Yep. I have a fresh pack of those laying around the house right now. Chris says, I've been using fountain pens since I was in high school. I was inspired by my father who maintained a goals and dreams journal and was a fan of S.T. DuPont and Montblanc back in the 60s. His handwriting was stunning and the habits of writing has been a constant presence in my life. For me, I found myself enamored with the now defunct Omos and recently Aurora. While I love all the pens in my small collection, if I had to pick a favorite, as Mike would say, that is the rule. It would have to be the Omos Grand Paragon in Arco Bronze. This pen fits my hand like a fine bespoke suit, cool to the touch, weighted but not too fatigued, and a Masayama tune fine point that sings and glides over the page. A pen that never fails to bring a smile to my face and found thoughts of my father, many years gone now. Yes, in the business world, eyebrows do get raised when colleagues see my writing with a fountain pen, yet many appreciate the fans ri- fancy handwriting that flows on the page. Sometimes it stops people in their tracks. Recently, I was at the bank cashing a check written in that copper plate-like style and the 20-something-year-old teller <laughs> to, ch- to the check and froze, mesmerized by it. Well, all of it. Wow. Nice handwriting. Wow, indeed. Eric McGee says, My favorite stationary item is my Galen Leather Zippered A5 Folio. My wife got it for me last year for our third anniversary to replace my Notco Seed. How do you feel about that, Brad? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, listen. Uh, no, the next part, they, they wore it out, Mike. I'm glad okay. someone wore it out. It was starting to get a little worn. I take a notebook with me everywhere, and I use it as a combination of bullet journal, commonplace book, and planner. So this was the perfect gift. Unfortunately, the pandemic has had me mostly working from home, so it hasn't developed much of a patina yet. I prefer to fill it with Clairefontaine Basic My Essential A5 Notebook in Dot Grid. Some of these notebook names. 
<laughs> and my two most used pens at a time, currently mm-hmm. a Platinum 3776 with Platinum Blue Black Ink and a Twisby Draco with Robert Oster Astoquiza Rot. Wow, man, Robert. Great ink, rough name. Awesome, what awesome that? ink. It's Astor great. Astoquiza Rot. It's, for the record, color. I got her a custom-made leather pouch with a handwritten letter printed onto the interior. Oh, that's classy. I'm not sure how we will top each other this year. I discovered this podcast about the time we started dating, and so I sometimes share episodes with her. This will be one of them, Aww. so I'm hoping you'll read this out, and I just wanted to say thank you, Hannah, for supporting my stationary obsession, and congratulations to Mike and Brad on 500 episodes. Here's the 500 more. Hannah, I'm going to let you know that your <laughs> husband, Eric, is a rule breaker and goes on the list. <laughs> What's the difference from filling a pen with an ink than filling a pen case with all the products? Brad, we've got in here Gale and Leather, <laughs> then we've got Clairefontaine A5, and then Platinum 3776 with blue black ink, Twisby. There's like 12 products in this. They're the, they're the ink and the fountain nah, pen. Not into it. <sighs> Miles Knapp says, "Miles, Miles, you're you're Mike's friend." Miles says, "Waterman Edson fountain pen, beautiful translucence and a wonderful unique nib." Uh oh, there's an also Mike. Ah, you see. Also, I ruined it. I didn't read all the way down. Also, not co three by five cards. (laughs) Number thirty (laughs) four. Luke says, my favorite stationary item will probably be my purple with flames spoke roadie, which was my first expensive stationary purchase. And since then, I've become obsessed. Listening to the shows made me spend the most money more than any other podcast. Yeah, I don't even have one of those. Those are cool. Justin C., my 1952 Schaefer Sentinel Snorkel. God, what is it with Schaefer and the snorkel and the, the, uh, the alliterations here? This was the first year they made these, and you can tell by the color of the snorkel because it's the only year the snorkel was made of gold and gold-colored. I'm pretty much all modern fountain pens these days and have been for years, but this pen got me into fountain pens in a way I could, I just never could have without it. I'm from Iowa, so I love that there's a Fort Madison, Iowa, USA imprint on the barrel. I love the unique 14K nib that wraps around the entire end of the pen tip. I love that it writes impossibly smooth and fine and works without a hitch, even with a record number of separate parts inside to make the snorkel filling system extend and retract and fill the internal bladder. It's almost always inked with pilot blue black or something similarly troublefully free and standard issue. I let it go. I don't yeah. know why. Just, it's just you a better. feeling I get from them, you know? Yeah. Sometimes it feels like people f- are just giving information. Sometimes it feels like people are trying to sneak a second product in there, you know? <laughs> and I feel like Justin is just info. KD, Mari says, my Twisby Eco EF in plain old white. I learned about the pen through the podcast, researched it on fantastic community YouTube channels, and ultimately found a retailer in Canada to buy it from. Shout out to Wonder Pens. Shout yeah. out to Wonder Pens. This has been my most used pen in a growing collection and has been inked with Sailor Gentle Blue since the day it arrived in 2017. Every other pen I own gets compared to this one. Congratulations, Brad and Mike, on 10 years, 500 episodes, and for helping the community spend millions <laughs> on stationery. That's not something I want to think about. <laughs> Big, big tweak to his eco love today. Mm-hmm. Nancy J, I'm addicted to the Nemocene paper. It's fountain pen and budget friendly. I can even new- use Noodler's Bay State Blue and it doesn't be- bleed through. Wow. It's one of the all time greats. Nofar says, Moleskine notebooks. They were the catalyst for the whole stationary blog community with Moleskinery. They don't have the best paper, 
although they do have the best designs. But after trying many other notebooks with better paper, I discovered there's something about them that makes me want to write in them more. And it, is, it isn't the best notebook. And isn't the best notebook the one that you want to use? Yes. And I like yes. that. And I think that there's uh, a place here uh, in, in the annals of this episode. Yeah, and, and Nofar is a renowned Moleskine superfan, and uh, I, I hope you're doing well, Nofar, and I think about you all the time. All right, next up, Hambala. I went back and forth for a long time trying to find a favorite. I don't really have favorites, but I'll mention one of the things that I keep coming back to that I use every day, and if I leave it out of my bag for a day to try something else, I'll always pick it back up in the evening to use it again tomorrow. It's a Sinclair from Knock. Hey, cool. hey it could have been any case, probably. I've just gotten used to... Whoa. Hey, settle. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Settle down. Settle down. That's a one-two punch I mean, there, you know? wow. Sheesh. I love my Sinclair. Well, honestly, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> it could have been any case, probably. I've just gotten used to pulling five or six fountain, fountain pens in there along with a couple of markers, a ruler I never use, and some sheets of stickers. It's like little, bringing a little piece of my home desk to the office. I have a few. Okay, you came correct there i have a few because i liked it so much i wanted to have a bit of variation but the one i really use is the black wax canvas with the red interior that a kind slacker helped me pick up and mail across the atlantic very cool uh where am i 212 212 oh i put my cursor in the wrong place uh, 212 comes from Mike. Any Parker fountain pen. There's something I Any can't... Parker, Parker Flighter. Flighter, sorry. That's Any Parker yep. Flighter fountain pen. There's something I can't put my inky finger on about the subtlety of the design. I think those, if I'm... Uh, the chat will correct me if I'm wrong. I think those have an integrated nib on the front end, um, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, though. So they're very cool looking. All right. Chris L. Pilot Custom Cade? I, I don't know. If, I don't know what that is, or if nope. it got if it got uh, uh, spell checked. It was my first gold nib pen into the hobby. A friend reintroduced me to fountain pens, which the I've used back in my maple fountain pen. It's wood. Oh, okay, cool. It's a wooden I've never version of the custom. Nice. Okay, cool. Friend re reintroduced me to fountain pens, which I've used back in my elementary days. I believe my very first one would have been a knockoff Parker. The Pilot Custom Cade was a little bit, a little bittersweet memory as I was on my way to migrate out of the country, and I only had three or four months worth of shared excitement with my good friend into the world of fountain pens. We often caught up and talked about all things pen and life during that duration, which would stick to me as solid memories. The pen now serves as a fond memory every time I uncap the pen, and the smoothness just adds on to the experience being made out of maple wood. With each change in season, the appearance change takes on a deeper color. It makes me happy knowing that next time we meet up, the pen will always look more beautiful than the day we last saw it together. Congratulations to the team on 500 wonderful episodes. Keep the good vibes going, and we'll be rooting for the Fountain Pen Addict team. All right, I'm writing Pilot Custom Cade down. I need to see this. Uh, Alan says, my Hobonichi. I currently use a Cousin Avec primar primarily for journaling and tracking my day. I've tried a number of different Hobonichi formats, but I have been using some kind of Hobonichi for the past several years. I had never journaled before discovering these, but now I do every day, which allows me to reflect on my experiences and to use multiple fountain pens and inks, which brings me joy. All right. Hesse's going to cost me some money here. Montblanc Heritage 1912 Fountain Pen. I am not a Montblanc fan. I've owned a 149, but didn't like it. The 1912, though, is truly special. And no, I'm not even talking about the amazing mechanics of the safety-piston combination, although that alone sets it apart from nearly everything else on the market. 
No, the best feature of this pen is its nib. It's small and unassuming, but it somehow creates a writing experience like no other pen on the market. A little bit springy, but not really flex. Some feedback, but smooth. Most nibs are described in this way, but this one is special. It has to be experienced to believe. Susan mentioned something similar in her pen and neck review. On top of that, the B nib is an amazing cursive italic directly from the factory. I have two 1912 nibs now, one in the 1912 itself, another in the Bohem, and they are both amazing. Out of my more than 200 fountain pens, all thanks to you guys. Whoa, sorry about that, Hesse. Using the two 1912 nibs always makes me smile in a way no other pen can. Congratulations to 500 episodes. Hmm. I'm going to let it slide. I don't know why. All right. Uh, yeah. I like the cap design. The finia yes. was really pretty on this pen. Yeah, it's like the like uh, Hesse mentioned the Bohem, which mm-hmm. is the small safety pen that I have. The 1912 is the big one that I, I have always kind of wanted for myself. It's a really, really nice pen. All right, Matthew, my favorite stationary item is the Notco Sinclair. Yeah, get wrecked, I could use Cortex. just about any case, but I don't care, whatever. No, <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, I bought my Forest Green Sinclair at the beginning of March 2020, and I've used it every single day since then. These days, I mostly work from home, but I carry the Sinclair back and forth to my work desk each day. It follows me in the evenings and sits bedside at night. My Sinclair currently holds, uh-oh, <laughs> one ballpoint, spoke roadie, and four fountain pens three lamis and a spoke icon with various nib sizes and ink colors three pocket notebooks and emotions of feelings journal a significant events journal and a catch-all list for sketches and ideas and several index cards two with lists of shows and movies i want to watch organized by the platforms they're on a few with to-do lists and one for tracking my current monthly expenses all this fits in a small compact portable sturdy well-organized and designed case that has got uh, that has been with me daily since i got it there's nothing else quite like the Sinclair. I hope there's a way for this product to continue in the future. Matthew's the PhD of my heart, Mike. 35. Mm. <laughs> All right, Chewbacca. It's a stationary item, and it makes stationary items. My lathe. It has allowed me to really jump deep in the next phase of the hobby, and without it, I would be way less involved in the community. Yes, I kind of nice. love that. Mm-hmm. Jerry K. Two pens oh, immediately come to mind. Come on, Jerry. <laughs> come on, Jerry. First, the simple pen, the clear Opus 88 Omar of an amazing nib. It started as a broad. It was turned into an architect RT by JC Ament. Shout out to the nib tailor. It now writes as a broad architect when used traditionally, but turned the nib upside down, and it's a very fine tip. The reversible tip is the RT in that uh, architect RT name. This has become a daily writer for me. I can use it for anything. The second part is a favorite because of the story. Every summer pre-pandemic, I led our senior class, I teach high school history and rhetoric, on a tour of Greece and Italy. In 2019, while in Rome, I found a small pen shop, Novelli, where Marco introduced me to Leonardo pens. I was looking at others, but he insisted that I try Leonardo. He asked why buy a gold nib when the steel nibs on these are so good. I tried it and ended up with a Memento Zero that is a part of my daily carry. Um, this eventually led to acquiring an MZJ in the Brooks Vesuvio. What's Montemento Zero Grande, right? MZJ. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's another pen and another story. Mm-hmm. Still on the list, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tra- Travis says, my favorite pen is a blue Custom 74. I bought it for myself when I passed the bar, and it was the first expensive gift I had ever bought for myself. Nice. John Kivas, 
Galen Leather Zippered A5 Notebook Folio in Purple. This is hard. There are a lot of actual pens that I thought about picking. My Shown mm. Design Pocket 6, my first fountain pen over $30, my Canalia Mao Mackay, or my Sailor Wicked Witch of the West. But then I settled on this Galen Leather Folio since this is where I keep my theme system journal, but some not, some not code dot dash cards and the six pens I use to write every night. The pens change over time but I get to smile every night as I take them all out to fill my journal for the day and make note cards about things I want to remember for tomorrow. You saved yourself a little bit, but you still, <laughs> you still become Never. a list. You're on two lists. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to report this judge to the board or something. Like what very board? Inconsistent, and very inconsistent what in board? their judgments. I don't know, the stationary rules board or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I sit on that board, so good luck. <laughs> Lowell says, my favorite stationary item is my grandfather's olive green Parker 45. He passed away quite young, so I didn't get the chance to meet him. Having and using a pen that he carried with him helps me feel more connected to him. I love thinking about what he must have used this pen for, writing letters or notes to my grandma, jotting down to-do lists, signing important or trivial documents. Who knows? Family members who knew him and know me say that we're similar in many ways, and it's meaningful to be able to share this pen with him. Super cool. Jason says, my Canalea... Kilauea. Kilauea. Uh, my first pen of $200, but more importantly, the pen that introduced me to Hugh and Carol, who have become family and working with them at the shows has introduced me to tons of passionate pen lovers. Ah, I know that, Jason. Love, And I love you and Carol. We both do. Bill Maudlin says, I'm probably not the only one to say this. Pretty close. Lamy 2000. I think Mike. it might be. We've had some mentions, but maybe not as the primary. Some on-the-list mentions, I think. I have two, one extra fine nib and one medium nib. This is a pen that works. gives me joy just to hold. It's both classic and timeless in the best ways. While I don't use either of them every day, they are always inked up and at the ready. Andrea. My Leuchtturm Five Years Journal. I stuff another one. Uh, I started in January 2020, and there I wrote about the birth of my son and the joys and challenges of fatherhood, the struggle through COVID, the loss of dear ones, and the process of looking for a job that finally fulfills me. Pens come and go. What I wrote with them stays with me in this journal. Yeah. 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 Blue Jay says, my black Parker Vector, the pen that brought me into the fold. My first fountain pen was a Lamy Safari in Extra Fine because I liked fine gel pens, which in retrospect retrospect wasn't a pen or nib for me. It was nice, but I didn't think it was amazing enough to justify spending so much more than I usually would on stationery. My fountain pen journey would have ended there, except two weeks later, I found a Parker Vector calligraphy set in a secondhand store and bought it on a whim. I immediately fell in love with the line variation and even the fine calligraphy nib. The way that even the simple blue ink had character, it made me realize what fountain pens could offer that my usually usual pens couldn't. And down the rabbit hole I went. I now have many pens, which are way more expensive and have better writing experiences than that first Parker Vector, but it would always have a special place in my heart. Hmm. Oh, let come go. on. Go, yeah. let go. Jeff J. My favorite stationary item is my Osprey Pens Milano. It was a generous gift from the creator, and I have cherished it since receiving it. Simple, but means more to me than any high-dollar pen I own. Nice. Very cool. Gordon, first-time shout-out for the Twisby Go. Favorite new pen? It's affordable, fun, comfortable to hold, easy to fill, and the broad nib is amazing. Actually correct. Good job, Jordan. Gordon. Theo is number 228, which means 50 to go. 
All right. First of all, thanks for 10 years of stationary conversation. I don't have anyone in my day-to-day life that shares this passion, so I rely on your weekly discussions to fuel me. You also introduced me to the medium of podcasts, so thank you for being the gateway to endless hours of entertainment and information. As for my favorite stationary items... uh Uh-oh. 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 That's plural. Uh Uh-oh. When I was growing up, my dad had a Mont Blanc 146 that I was understandably not allowed to touch. When he retired, the pen was put up with the rest of his work items and largely forgotten. Years later, when my dad saw that I had gotten into fountain pens, he surprised me uh, one visit and and presented that Mont Blanc to me. As we talked, I could see he was fascinated by the variety of inks I used. He had only used Mont Blanc Black. I asked if he wanted to hang on to the 146, but he insisted I keep it. That year for Father's Day, I bought him a Twisby RB and a bottle of Waterman Serenity Blue. My dad emigrated to the U.S. from Taiwan in 1970, so I knew he would love a pen made in Taiwan with a finial bearing the white sun in the blue sky from the flag. I wasn't sure if he'd actually use it, but it was something I wanted him to have. Dad passed the following New Year's Day when we were going through his office. I found a Twisby inked on his desk and his journal filled with Serenity Blue. So these two pens, one my dad gave me and one I gave him, are my favorite stationery items. I'm going to let that one go. Yeah, you think? <laughs> really cool story, Theo. Mm-hmm. I, that was really neat. I, I like to see it hearing that. that was, that's pretty cool. All right, Nick says, 1948 Parker 51. It is so much better than the 2021 Parker 51. That is Nick's emphasis, not mine. Also, Strathmore 300 drawing paper checks all of my boxes for paper. It's all, these also's get you, Mike. It's also going to get you. Oh, yeah, I didn't even pick that one up. Yep, number 38. Yep, 38. Joey says, I found this hobby while in engineering school after I forgot to bring extra pencils to an exam. All of the work we did from circuit calculations to calculus to engineering drawings was done by hand. Needing to do any of that with a single dull pencil added a lot to the test stress. Getting a mechanical pencil was the easy solution, but I couldn't bring myself to buy a six-pack from the dollar store. After doing some research, I landed with the Uniball Kurotoga. Ah, yeah. Yes, perfect. The gimmick of rotating the pencil lead is no gimmick. My writing never varies. It works perfectly with engineering paper. The gunmetal body fits in any engineer's workplace. And despite its businessy look, it never looks out of place with the colorful pens in my pocket protector. Five years and a dozen fountain and ballpoint rollable pens later the kurotoga is still one of my favorites and is the stationary item that i think that i talk about the most i give the kurotoga 4.5 out of 5 stars my sweaty exam hands would appreciate <laughs> if the knurling was a little more aggressive yeah i hear you i hear you very cool john says the parker vacuumatic golden web love it that's the pen you bought for me mike yep Beautiful look from a different time. Smooth writing, fine point with a bit of flex. Also has a very clever, high-capacity filling mechanism. Perfect confluence of art and engineering. I think yep, that's what you got You can get me. a lot of yep. ink in there, and you can actually yep. spray it all over a desk. <laughs> very easy to do. Uh, this comes from, from Medievalist. It's a Schaefer school pen from the late 1960s or early 70s. Inexpensive, red, transparent plastic body still near proprietary cartridge. My father, who died in 2005, used this pen to grade papers, and I remember it well. Using this pen reminds me of my father. Mm, very cool. John Cook, my favorite item reminds me of the hours when I would sit quietly next to my dad as he pre- precisely created drawing for his job as a draft- draftsman. My token for that connection is my vintage Rotring 600. Perfectly constructed, constructed, mechanical, precise. Miss you, Dad. Yes, says Leonardo 
Fischiana Italiana bespoke pens. Mm-hmm. They are perfectly sized for larger. They're perfectly sized for larger hands. Have a fully disassemblable piston for easy cleaning, and are available in beautiful colors. Paired of a Tomoe River dot grid A5 notebook, it's pure stationery heaven. OG and Tristy says my favorite stationary item is the Studio Neat Mark One. We're gonna have to send this episode to uh, Tom and Dan. Like Every lot, time I yeah. pick it up and hear that click, I smile. It's the perfect weight. I'm thankful the podcast connected me to this gem of a pen. Brandon S. Oh, I see what's so. Brandon S. says Brandon S. Sorry, I misread the questionnaire. That mm-hmm. was the person whose previous name I said was Yes. <laughs> I don't know why they wrote Yes. Uh, what is your name? Yes. So yes. the person who loved Leonardo Officiana Italiana. That was Brandon S. Yeah, they copied the answer again, but gave us their yep. name in a second line. That's funny. All right. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Um, I'll read this one. Uh, yeah, Young yeah, Lin. Yeah, yeah. The Hobonichi Techo Planner. I have tried so many planners before staying with the Hobonichi Techo. The daily layout helps me stay organized, and and the daily quotes are interesting to read. This is also a very good data point episode, Mike, mm-hmm. <laughs> clearly. Grayson says, My favorite pen would have to be the matte black vanishing point of a fine nib. I'm an engineer. I mostly use my pens to jot down quick notes or sketches while working at my desk. I love not having to deal with a cap every time I want to write down a quick bullet point, and the nib is fine enough for detailed sketches and math, yet smooth enough to be enjoyable to use. Thanks for the weekly entertainment. Looking forward to the next 500. Nice. All right, Aldo says, I have acquired many pens since I got into this hobby a few years ago, some of them with amazing gold nibs. However, my Twisby Precision is the pen I treasure the most. Because it has a story to go with it. I purchased this pen from Wonder Pens, shout out Wonder Pens, when Mr. Dowdy, wow, I'm old, Mike and Anna came to Toronto. This is a very special memory for me. I'm always reminded of that day whenever I pick up this pen. Sadly, I did not get a chance to talk to Anna. Too shy to approach her. Plus, she was looking at ink swatches. Did not need to disturb her. <laughs> She's pretty scary. Like, I would avoid, avoid Anna at all costs. Just kidding. If memory serves me right, I believe Mary uh, from the pen cup... Uh, was also there and really love her blog and I wish I got the chance to talk to her. Keep up the great work, guys, and to 500 more episodes. This comes from Rodolfo. It says, I am a paper addict. While I do have more pens and ink and than I need in my lifetime, paper is the one item I cannot resist. The feel when the nib touches the pa- good paper, uh, nib touches good paper, color of inks, and how it changes the whole writing experience is what does it for me. Favorite everyday paper? Midori MD lined. Favorite paper for letters? Claire Fontaine Triumph lined. Are you in the Rule Breakers Club? Yes, you are, Rodolfo. Favorite list? Rule Breakers Club. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Rodolfo. Adam says, I'm happy that the Yovo number six is becoming somewhat of a standard nib housing across a range of pens. It means that one can trivially mix mix and match nibs between pens. Currently, I'm loving the SIG EF nib from Franklin Christoph. Sometimes it lives in a Leonardo, sometimes in a dark green spoke icon. If I see another pen I like the look of, there's a good chance I don't need to worry about the nib size because I can always swap things around later. Rich Sticks. It's definitely the people you meet along the way, whether online or in person, whether in an online chat or in person at a pen show. It's the people that make me the most excited about my pens and other stationary items. A big thanks to both of you as well, as all the others in our little corner of the world for making such a pedestrian item as a pen so enjoyable. So Rich Sticks' favorite stationary item is human beings. Mm-hmm. So Rich Rich Sticks, knowing him as I do, I guarantee about 100... Uh, 
hundred uh, readings ago, he was in the uh oh category. <laughs> yeah. I could see him doing it right now, knowing him well. I would see him going uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair Upton says Sailor Pro Gear Demonstrator my first Sailor pin and the one I purchased at Ginza Atoya uh, in 2018 I had never heard of this brand of pin before listening to the pin addict and to buy this in Japan was special to me this store is a must see for all pin addicts multiple shout outs for the Ginza Atoya store alright so I'm on to 244 with Greg Correct. Uh, I happened upon an eBay listing for several pens at a reasonable price, among which was a Monteverde Intima Fountain Pen in Glacier Blue. I love it because it feels like the pen found me. Oh, nice. Emma says, I love my red Lamy Safari. It's beautiful and writes really well. I definitely made some great friends in the hobby. It's great to talk to them about stationery. I don't know what else to write, but I love the podcast. <laughs> that was You wrote exactly what you were supposed to, Emma. Perfect. Well done. Kankoi says, my green faceted pilot vanishing point from 1999. Mm -hmm. My first adult fountain pen with a slightly bouncy medium 18 karat gold nib is still in rotation and a perfect writer with a pilot blue-black cartridge. Nice. Rudyard Kipyard says, I use my Kaveco Sport to fill out my customs paperwork on a recent flight. Love the everyday luxe in a pint-sized package. Lisa says, my favorite stationary item is the Hobonichi Weeks with 3x5 cards, not co-lined index cards preferred. Yes, I realize that I am cheating by including <laughs> two things. Okay, good. Love the stationery led me to the Hobonichi Weeks, and now I can't do without it. It helps me manage my life and lower my stress level by recording and so offloading events and tasks. But I can also play with pens, log inks, use my washi tapes, and random stickers. And it is the most compact and portable item that could possibly do this. And they're gorgeous to boot. I usually get the movement edition. Three by five cards are a necessary accompaniment to keep track of overly ambitious daily to-dos. They are ephemeral, unlike the weeks, which is crucial. And the nostalgic look of not coastline cards makes them perfect. Yeah, perfect. Melissa says, I collect fountain pens. And the most special one I own is my Platinum 3776 Stardust. I have quite a nice collection of less expensive to mid-range pens. I live off a relatively modest income. I work for a non-profit organization, which is rewarding in many ways, but will never make me a wealthy person. I truly believe that there are great pens to be had at almost every price range, but I still find myself sometimes wishing I could have some of the special pens, the custom-made, the limited editions, etc. First word, world problems, right? However, my Platinum Stardust, for me, fills that niche. Several years ago... I put aside some money for a more expensive pen and was trying to decide which one to buy when Goulet released this little pen from Platinum. It wasn't even a proper limited edition. If I remember correctly, I just think it was a small batch of material they had, which they offered to Goulet. Since I already had money set aside, I jumped at the chance and scored my beautiful 3776. Black resin with gold shimmer, there were only about 30 ever made. I almost never hear them mentioned anymore. So I sort of feel like it's some forgotten rare artifact, of course, being a 3776. It's also an amazing writer, and its fine nib makes it perfect for writing in my five-year Hobonichi. Mm -hmm. Even though it may be modest to some, I love that pen and the fact that I can have something unique. That's very cool. Kim H. says, my favorite stationary item is the fountain pen. I'm reminded that my grandmother bought me first, uh, my first one when I was a kid, and then I got my love of stationery from her and my dad. There wasn't a stationary shop in town that we didn't frequent. When I resurrected my love of fountain pens in the 2010s, it brought me to the pen addict and this community where I have felt welcomed and understood. Although the through line is about fountain pens, it is really the friends I have made that remind me just how fortunate I am. Thank you, Brad and Mike, for this wonderful podcast and all you do for the community. 
Yeah, that's exactly what I thought you were going to say. Diane and Scott, I get to read a poem this time. 500 episodes, fun and lighthearted. Lamy Safari was where it all started. Brasstown and Sinclair, Tallulah and Seed, Knock made the products all Pinags need. Sailor and Pilot, Marlin and Twisby, Pelican, Leonardo, and Visconti. Shown Design, Retro, and Fountain Rotrings, these are a few of our favorite things. Shimmer and Sheening and now Chroma Shading, Rainbows of Color So Bright and Unfading. There's more to life than old black Parker Quink. How could we have just one favorite ink? Field Notes and Loitch Term and Black and Red Notebooks. Tomoe River and Rhodia Goat Books. <laughs> Colodex Cards Bound Together with Rings. These are a few of our favorite things. When it's Monday or a gray day and I'm feeling sad, I ink up a pen and I draw a few swirls and then I don't feel so bad. Then I don't feel so... It's beautiful. This is good. Good work, <laughs> That was man. good. Scott. Good job. That good job. It was really good. Jared says, as someone who recently, within the last four years, started using fountain pens again, my favorite stationary items evolved over time. Currently, it is an Aerometric Parker 51 purchased from Mm -hmm. the 2021 San Francisco Pen Show. The Parker 51 feels very nice in the hand and has been great to take notes from all the papers I have have to read in my master's program. Oh boy, another one. That said, <laughs> I've used Rodia notebooks over the past three years and they've been a, a great recording medium. Eh, I'm going to put you on the list. <laughs> An itchy trigger finger there. 41. <laughs> uh, by the way, because now there's a bit of space from it, because I think people would. I did put Kim H on the uh, people mm-hmm. who suggested no products list, mm-hmm. but just didn't say it at the time because mm-hmm. this is then a really nice message. But now we're a couple. <laughs> I feel like I can go back now. We now have and say, some oh, distance. No, they got added. Yeah, we can have some distance from it, and you're added. Yeah, oh, Jose they were Mc- added immediately. <laughs> I just didn't say it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew what you were up to, mm-hmm. Jose Mateo Ayala. Amarillo stationery because the owner is so passionate about stationery, and thanks he thanks to you, he shared his podcast with the Spanish speaking community is informed about stationery and fountain pens. All right says, uh, my favorite pen is a very cheap Pen BBS 355 with just an incredibly smooth nib and huge ink capacity. I bought it right at the start of my fountain pen journey, and sometimes it feels like I could or should have just stopped there. All the sailors, pelicans, and pilots I've purchased since cost more, haven't yet de- and haven't yet delivered as well overall. Probably could have saved myself on money, but where's the fun in that? <laughs> All right, Richard says, I could narrow it down to just one item, but the category of stationery I always come back to would be small, sleek, fairly nondescript, until you look dis- look closely if you know what you're looking for. Probably vintage fountain pen, probably Italian or German. There's always at least one in my rotation, ink with something blue-black. They don't call attention to themselves. They are perfect for my hand, and they just work. Yeah. They are perfect for Mike's list. 14 on that list. <laughs> Achilles says, my favorite stationary item is my stack of turtle sticky notes. I've been struggling with depression for over a year now. In that year, I lost all interest in stationery. A couple of weeks back, I went for a walk late in the evening and out of boredom decided to browse through the last two open stores in my town. There I saw the most adorable sticky notes I've ever seen. I've never been a huge fan of sticky notes. I never knew what to do with them, but these ones were too cute to not take home. They are turtle-shaped and turtle-colored and have an adorable face that looks at you with a huge smile. I don't know what it is with this turtle, but when I look at it, I just get the feeling that it wants me to get better. It wants me to hold on. So now I stick them to my computer with my next therapy appointment written on them. It's also ignited my love for stationery again. Since then, I bought a couple of small things and enjoyed the heck out of the stationery I have. So thanks, little turtle. 
I will also say thank you, little turtle. Yes, I would say thank you, little tur- turtle, and thank you, Achilles. That is really, really awesome. Thank you so much. G Dresser says, CW Pencils Baseball Scoring Pencil. The lead makes beautiful dark line and it's smooth to write with. The round barrel makes it comfortable to hold. The eraser works really well and is the best eraser on the end of a pencil that I've ever used. It helps me finally remember CW Pencil Shop and everyone who worked there. Really cool. Wayne Bond says, The most meaningful stationery I own are the pieces I could never replace. They are gifts from inspiring people in my life. They believe in me even when I do not. Using the pieces reminds me of them and my true fortune. Nice. And well your said. new life <laughs> is number 15. <laughs> Daniel says, Diamine Earl Grey ink. An ink I wanted to design for a long time in 2017. Our fountain pens helped me make that the, a possibility as a dedicated subreddit ink. And Daniel sent, me a, Daniel sent me a really beautiful email um, recently related to this. So thank you, Daniel. Hope you're doing well. Alathos says, the Apica CD premium notebook, that's silky paper. That is truth. Truth right there. Underrated product. Lisa from Canada says, I'm a big fan of the Pilot Vanishing Point and Decimo. My favorite is probably my champagne extra fine Decimo that I bought with money given to me by my mom after her older friend left her a small inheritance when she died. I love the pen and think of my mom's friend Margaret when I use it. Gareth Thomas says, The Parker Vacuumatic that I bought on a whim on eBay writes wonderfully. I hope I'm in, in as good condition <laughs> as it when I'm 76. <laughs> Mike Zrizpek. My favorite stationary item is a pair of white feather 603 fountain pens my mother gave to me after learning about my new hobby some few years back. The pens themselves are a cheap Chinese pen that look quite reminiscent of a cer- certain popular hooded nib Parker pen. What makes them so special is the fact that these pens were the ones she used when she was a kid going to school in a small village in Poland. My parents immigrated to America some 30 plus years ago, and these pens were one of the few things my mom brought over in the one suitcase she had. Despite having acquired pens that are objectively better in every single way, such as my Sailor King of Pen, I still find myself gravitating gravitating towards these special pens. When I use them, I'm reminded of the courage my parents had to leave their home and come to America for an opportunity to better life, which never fails to make me smile and appreciate everything they've done. Really cool. I'm going to let that one slide too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Valerie said, Visconti <laughs> Homo Sapiens Bronze Age. My grail pen that I bought for myself as a reward for my study and the pen that I used to PhD, sign my degree with. <laughs> The material has a great feeling, and I really enjoy the weight and balance of this pen. Amazing pen. Bunch of smart people. John T., my favorite is from a special occasion, a personal tour of the Pelican factory in Germany. I bought my Pelican M800 at the factory store mere steps from where it was hatched. I like that. It's a stunning and dignified gray and black Stressamol. It's always inked with Edelstein smoky quartz, which complements its colors. That's awesome. Nancy T. says, My favorite stationary item is my collection of italic nibbed fountain pens, ranging from my original Pilot Plumix to a vintage Estabrook LJ with a 2312 nib to most recently a custom grind on a modest Twisby Iris at the Ohio Pen Show. They add so much flair to my writing. Nice. Loving it. It's a good italic. Mm-hmm. Doug Beal. Doug! Doug! My Jonathan Brooks Alien Autopsy, a double-ended pen with grinds by Mark Bacchus. One end has an architect paired with luminous ink, and the other cursive italic paired with matador red ink. This pen marked going to a pen show to see my friends. 
are you going to do now, Mike? How many pens and inks is that? Um, no, I think it's fine. <laughs> You're dang right it is. Yeah, I think it's fine. Are you still trying to <laughs> trick me then? <laughs> I was I was having trouble. My pen wasn't writing, so I was trying to get my pen to stop writing, so I didn't miss the last one. My my pro gear was failing me. Motorsports fan says the Pelican M eight one five. Was that eight fifteen? I don't know. Metal striped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love Pelican nibs, and the eight hundred series is the perfect size for me. I have an Anthracite M eight o five, which is a quality writing instrument, but the M eight 15 takes it to a whole new level it's so classy i also love the extra heft created by the palladium plated brass strips which just adds to the sense of quality that's putting a up, really cool pen putting on like the list I, though no and we're yeah there's two in there. no there are but one clearly supersedes the all second all right all right all right I'll, i'm gonna give that one back to you thank you thank you all right, Sefi says, my MD Notebook A5 that I use as a diary. The paper is amazing for fountain pens, and the leather cover is really soft and seems to age very well. Agree across all accounts there, Sefi. All right, so my next one is Ken. Yeah. Yep. I remember getting a Parker Jota from my parents years ago as a kid. Although thoughtful, I was never impressed with it. Its feel, how poorly it wrote, never used it, and it was lost to time. I now use one of the new all-metal Jottas in Victoria Violet with an 0.5 Oto flash dry refill. A wonderful combination and the gift they would have bought had it been available at the time. Every time I use it, I remember them, and it brings me such happiness every day. That's cool. Nice. Oscar says, my favorite stationary item is a sailor fountain pen. It was a gift from my mom, whose friend got it for her when she was in Japan. There was a stationary shop right by her hotel, and my mom asked her to try and find something for me. The pen has a steel nib, is 1911 shaped, is a demonstrator with silver glitter running through it, and has silver hardware. It also came in a set with a bottle of Sailor Yamadori ink, which is a favorite of mine. What makes this pen extra special for me is that I just can't find anything about it online. Is it a Profit Junior, a Compass, a Japan Store exclusive? Probably all of the above, Oscar, the way Sailor does it. I don't know. I think I found a listing for it on a Taiwanese store once, but I haven't been able to find it again. Maybe someday I'll find something about it, but every time I write with it, I enjoy the element of mystery. Daniel W. Jang says, Parker Jota Fabric Zipper Pouch. My first pen, I believe, was a cheap Parker Jota from W.H. Smith. That's a story in the UK. Which came, which they bought cold pens. Right. Which came with this little fabric zipper pouch where you can safely store your pen inside when you're not using. And while my fellow Parker wielding classmates never used theirs, citing it annoying, I faithfully <laughs> kept mine with me. Novelty aside, it had functional aspects to it where it prevented my stationery from getting soaked in ink whenever the pen leaked. Which, while it didn't happen often, it was really annoying when the rest of your stationery was covered in Parker Standard Blue Ink. Well, for me, it was only localized to the pouch only. But as exam season came, I was forced to switch away from my fountain pen and toward black generic ballpoint pens. And thus, as time went on, my use of trusty Parker Jota went down and down. It also doesn't help that I, for at the time, thought for I for at the time thought I was helping the ink flow bent the tip nib so much that at one Whoa. point it was a right angle with the rest of the nib, making it completely <laughs> useless. 
However, that pouch still serves its purpose, even with its matching Parker Jota. Even without its matching Parker Jota, it came with me to all of my GCSE and A-level exams, carrying the black Uniball gel stick, which technically wasn't even allowed in an exam, and hmm. even uh, to my first year of university. Last time I remember seeing the pouch was at my parents' place when I went back for Easter break in my second year of uni. It was placed in my dad's cup of all sorts of random pens and pencils uh, that he has collected over the years. Since then, I've reunited with fountain pens, started with Pilot MR2, and most recently, Kaveco AL Special FP. My hope is that when I get back to my parents' place, it will still be in that cup of random stationery uh, since looking on eBay. £14 seems to be a lot to spend on the pouch, however sentimental it might be. Hopefully, the story was interesting. I had originally intended to give a short 650 (laughs) essay on this pouch until I realized the limit was 2,000 characters, therefore proving that at least part (laughs) of the limitation was a necessity. Oh, that's awesome. And I, I need to I need to see this Parker Jotter fabric zipper pouch. Sounds cool. All right, Laura at Scribbles and Fluff. My favorite stationary item right now is my Bennu Broad Nib that is currently in a Bennu Briolette Luminous Dream. A glow in the dark, hit you across the face, dare you to look away, fountain pen. I always knew it was possible to reverse write, but I've never had such a nib where you could feasibly reverse write with the right ink flow and line width. My experience made me realize I could have a two-for-one experience with a single fountain pen, writing broad and fine lines just by turning the pen. I need more. Thank you, Brad and Mike, for all that you do. I can't thank you enough. Much love, Laura. Nice. From Curtis, my blue pilot varsity. I have plenty of other nicer pens, but I was gifted a secondhand set of pilot varsity pens by a dear friend when I was just getting into the hobby. You know what? Approaching three years later, I've eyedroppered that particular varsity. They're great writers. You just need decent paper to handle the flow. And you know what? That's pretty cool. I like that. Brian Collier says, I'm very lucky to have a job in philanthropy that gives me a chance to work on big community issues. From 2014 to 2017, I led a group working on the issues of economic mobility and how to help children born into poverty poverty have a fair shot at achieving the American dream. It's a heavy topic with a lot of challenging topics, but one way I kept my thoughts together was through detailed notes and mind maps created in the Moramon Nemocene A4 Imagination Notebook. I probably filled five or six of the books over the course of our work and consider them minor works of art, and hopefully the art will lead to better lives for children in their community. Congrats on 500, and thanks for inspiring us on a weekly basis. That's very cool. Sean Emerson congratulates us on our 10th anniversary and says, I always wanted a Pelican M800 or M805 for years, having owned the M205 and M600 models. My family gave me an M805 stone garden for my 50th birthday, and it has been inked and in use ever since. I know it's hard to understand if you don't own one, but the balance, weight, effortless piston mechanism, and beautiful two-tone nib make it one of the best pens you could ever use. I know we're trying to wrap this up, but I'm not sure we've had many Pelicans besides the 800 series mentioned. No four, no, there, six, there was or 1,000s. Uh, wasn't there like the bait, like the, the not I mean, the, the Pelicanos, yeah, yeah, the Pelicano and things right. like that. But like uh, the, out of the core size group, it's 800 or nothing. Mm. It's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Brandon is pretty amazing because after a few, after listening for a few months, Mike, he got a Lamy Safari extra fine nib and love it and paired it with a Cortex brand subtle notebook. Love it. Going on two lists there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my one now, isn't it? It's you. Last final one. one. Oh my God, final one. 
Lyle Chan says, my favorite stationary item is whatever I happen to be using at the moment. Yes, I'm so happy we're finishing it on one like this. I make a I point of only this. keeping pens, ink, journals, and paper that are a joy to use and gifting everything else to a home that appreciates it more than me. There's two oh reasons why that's great. One, that's a nice message. Two, mm -hmm. goes on a list. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> no editing was done in this list to end in this manner. <laughs> All right. So do you want the results of the lists, Brad? Yeah. Let's say, let, let, what's the title of the list and the, the count? Okay. Mike's faves. Five. <laughs> okay. So those are, those are the cortex, you know, mentions, things mm -hmm. of that nature. Yeah. Okay. Mike's faves. Five. <laughs> People who suggested no products is 16. Wow. That was more than I thought. And I just read all these. And hold on. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, <laughs> 35, 40. 43 people are rule breakers. Rule, rule breakers. Now, we actually had 277 responses because one was a double. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So right. that means 15% of the people that filled in the survey uh, filled it in incorrectly. <laughs> they they, they yeah. picked more than one item. Hey, Mike, move fast and break things, right? That's true. But you know what, Brad? Even the rule breakers, I want to thank. Actually, I thank the rule breakers especially because <laughs> they they added uh, an extra game for me to play on top of mm -hmm. this list. And we did it. Uh, three hours. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of what I expected. Yep. yep. But it was we worth did it. it. I loved it was... reading these. I loved hearing from our listeners. Um, that made this episode extra special. We could have just spoke about ourselves for an yeah. hour and a half, but this is a much better way to do it. So thank you for this idea, Brad. But of course, thank you to everybody who sent in a question. And we know that this is just a small percentage of you. And yeah, more than sending in a question, uh, tuning into this show every week is more important. Uh, supporting the show and, and giving us a reason to keep publishing these episodes. And we've been doing it. For 10 years ten, now. Ten so let's say years. every week, nearly every week. There was a period where there wasn't every yeah, week, but every yeah. week we've been going. It's been 10 years. 10 years. Of these 500 episodes. So um, thank you all so much for your continued support. Brad, thank you for showing up every week and doing all the work that you do. It means an awful lot to me. You mean more to me than the show, uh, <laughs> which is to say an, a heck of a lot. Um, yeah. And I greatly value our partnership um, and yep. wish it continues many more years. I appreciate you, buddy. I am really happy that we have made it 500 episodes, 10 years, all the things, and honestly show no end in, in sight of stopping. And uh, I love all the feedback we get, and I love all y'all that uh, helped us out with this special 500 episode. So uh, thank you all. I, I couldn't thank you enough, and uh, especially you, Mike, for... Uh, getting me to do this, sit in this chair in the, for episode one, and uh, who knew it would be off and running this long. I will say, if I can change the mood for a minute, how unbelievably sad it makes me that we were not able to be in person to do this together. True, um, true. And I, I greatly look forward to when that becomes a reality again. Uh, so yeah. Same here. Hopefully this year. Thank you for listening to episode 500 of the Pen Addict Podcast. Uh, if you would like to send in questions to us, please don't use that form anymore. You can send in tweets to <laughs> I the hashtag RSTPA, <laughs> or you can email them to hello at penaddict.com. 
if you want to find Brad online, you can go to penaddict.com. You can go to spokedesign.com. Brad is at Dowdyism on Twitter, penaddict on Instagram, and streams multiple times a week at twitch.tv slash penaddict. I bet you're not going to stream today, are you? <laughs> probably not. No, probably not. Huh? Probably not. <laughs> I'm recording another show in 15 minutes. I, I don't think I'm going to make it. I think I'm just going to fall asleep under the desk. Um, <laughs> I think this actually might be the longest episode of a show that I've ever made. Oh, really? Maybe. Yeah, it might be. Interesting. Uh, I'm I'm Mike. I am YKE. If you want to pick up one of those products that makes you a Mike fave, go to CortexMerch.com. <laughs> Thank you to Penn, Shelley, and Harry's for the support of this week's episode. Uh, we'll be back next week, and we're on the other side of it. Episode 501. Uh, thank you. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>